Simple. Do you That's see a, a, a validity in the test? Yeah, there's a validity oh, in the test. Yeah. yeah. Or potentially. Okay. If so you're if you're out here and you appreciate life, there there's validity in the test, man. If you're going around and you don't appreciate life, then I can see why you might not be moved <coughs> to tears. But if you're living in tune with what it is to be alive, yeah, man, you you can be moved to tears. And it don't say nothing about you being weak or nothing like that. I, I don't I don't think I agree that it doesn't make you weak. But in terms of the tears for that plate of food, uh-huh. nah, bruv. So any other different plate of food could work? Maybe. It's no, not if a woman came in and washed not, your feet for you. It's not the food. It's the act. That's what it is. Yeah, I, you, I get that. So man, the act to you isn't anything because you've had women f- f- cook for you. To him, he's never had it before. Like, Maybe, yeah. for me, when when I was dating and all that kind of stuff, <clears throat> certain girls would take to a restaurant that had a knife and a fork and a napkin on the table and it meant something. It meant something because they like, they've never been to one of them before. Mm-hmm. That's and the caliber of woman he was moving with. <laughs> for, <laughs> for, for to me, they to don't me, do knife yeah. and fork at Marley's. To, to me, it wasn't it wasn't anything, but to her, it was something. I can't now diminish the look and be like, oh yeah, I can't rate you because you you uh, you were impressed by this. I can't, you, but, I can't you, but you did judge them. I though. can't do that. What do you mean? You did judge them about that. You judged no, them for everything. I I would say that I was glad that it was me that was able to open that door. Yes, 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 yes. Crazy. That? <laughs> These people have no idea what you're laughing at. They soon will. I can't hear myself, man. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, <laughs> rodents and other small insects, welcome to another episode of the Eloquently Saying Nothing podcast. This is episode 137. Welcome, hashtag ESN pod to join the conversation everywhere and at ESN podcast on all your social medias. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and on all your individual podcast uh, apps that you may use, Spotify, SoundCloud and whatnot. All right, um, after all of that, I am Stavros Boss. Get down. Uh, you can catch me at Stavros Boss everywhere and in the room with me this very night, I have... Simple Simon. Ja! Rastafari. Just can't stop me. Even when they said they're blind, they just can't stop me. 
Do you know when I play that song? Gaza will say forever. You know when I play that song? Well, wife it us around two. <laughs> <laughs> At Simple Simon FB, I am Simple Gaza Fist Simon on Twitter. I don't have Instagram. Have you actually changed your app? Yeah. Oh. No, my app. Yeah, because are you Simple Simon FB or you're Simple Simon FB? But Simple Gaza Fist Simon, you know what I mean? All right. We also have Mr. Wolf. What's going on, people? How's everybody doing today? With a deep voice. With a deep voice. Yes, yes, yes. You know, this is the quiet storm. Man, he's the Jenny Francis no, no, of the podcast. No, no, yeah, not. for real. Did you just say that he's the Jenny Francis it's of the podcast? It's not the quiet storm. It's not bro. the quiet storm. No. Anyway, what's going on? I got a Yoruba proverb. Go on. Excessive water makes the yam flower. Surviving meal. R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, though. <laughs> Go on. Right. Make- Excessive water. Yeah. Makes the yam flour meal lumpy. Moderation is crucial. Too much of even a good thing can be detrimental, people. These are some lying proverbs. That is not a proverb that is a proper that you a proper. That's somebody made that shit up. No, no, but you have to remember is, that this the, is the culture, a, the Yoruba culture is very, very um rich and it's very, very old. Bro, That's what I'm saying. Do you want to translate it, bro? You can translate it in, into Yoruba if you like. Yeah, but somebody can, you, can somebody, you read it? Somebody has just blatantly made that up. That's not an old proverb is it and how the yum you, flower no but you how have, do you know that no what I'm telling you the yum flower because if one didn't use yum flower but it's an old problem no he yeah, right he right what are you talking about yum flower yum flower is a new thing this yam flower is not a new thing, bruv. Are you crazy? Yam flower is not in the time when people were speaking in proverbs. Bruv, Yoruba is so rich that it's very difficult to translate it into English. So what they're saying in Yoruba, it may not translate exactly to yam flower. It could be the powder of the yam. You get me? So it's not an exact translation. So to but when bruv, powder, don't when, dismiss the Yoruba when, proverbs, bruv. When, they go deep when thousands they, of years, bruv. Yeah, but... That's as, not as simple that, salmon knows you. when you pound yam it don't go into flour bruv it's true there's various different ways of using yam alright bruv do you know what what I'll do is if that I, I will so get so what you're saying is the I will best get, way to translate it is to use it in a modernised term that people can understand by using the term yam flour no but the point no the no point no, of, no, no the point what, of a proverb is that it's supposed to be timeless Mm. It's time irrespective. But if it's, no, no, if it can't no, but be the language exactly because the language is so complex. That's what they saw. No, no, no. Because this, <laughs> because the language is so complex, some of the words can't be translated into English. Okay, you get me. I think it's a facade anyway. Yeah, could be, but don't dismiss the Europe problem, man. It's anyway, deep, man. socials, my G. Um, aka Mr. Wolf on Insta, aka underscore Mr. Wolf on Twitter. And it's not old school, bruv. You know I like it. It is old school. It's nothing new. Okay. It's nothing fresh or anything right, like God, that. God be with you. Yes. Don't be dismissive to you about proverb. It's very important. Steph Ricky. Um, we also have DJ Webslinger. DJ Webslinger on Instagram, DJ Webslinger on Twitter. What's going on, people? That's it? That is it. No long thing. Nah. Um, are you not gonna do your thing anymore. You just play music. No, it's not that I'm gonna play music. It was a specific reason why I played that particular track and why I introed the way I introed today. Um, Sizzla Kalonji was honoured by the Jamaican government at Grand Gala 2019, 
and given an award for his outstanding contribution to reggae music and Rastafarian culture and the spreading of it throughout the world. Okay. So a man was... And he's homophobia. A man was (laughs) recognised by the establishment. So I did it in tribute and honour to that. You know that my man has 56 studio albums? Yeah, he must do though. 56 studio albums. Has he been to prison? Who? Sizzler? I can't remember if he's I don't know. I don't believe Sizzler to have gone to prison. That might be another reason why they're honouring him as well. What, because he didn't go to prison? Because he hasn't gone to prison. But not all of them go to prison. Yeah, not all of them go to prison. This is this guy. I don't think Popcorn's been in prison. I don't know. With a name like Popcorn. Jesus. Anyway, from... uh, that name in prison. (laughs) So that's why why I started it the way I started it this week, yeah? Honour my man still. Okay, thank you very much. From Gaza Fist, we go to Burnt Fist. Burnt Fist. Big Wahala. I'm meant to play this thing now. You do what you want, innit? Let me play it then. Thank you. For blessing me for everything that you bless me with. They tried to see me now, but we wear. Jesus! Oh, this Swiss Beast talking on a Just Blaze track. Rick Ross on the poetry. Hey, Just, this religious. Goddamn it, say Just Blaze. Right. You should have said it before before you said it. So this this oh big wahala is the big one on twelve. Now I came in and I was playing this Rick Ross song. It's called Big Time with uh, featuring Swiss Beats produced by Just Blaze. And the first lyric of the song, if I can remember it, is "Surviving R. Kelly registered pedophiles." No one understands why. <laughs> this is how bad that is because nobody's commented about it. Nobody's even listened to lyrics anymore. That, that they even brought it up like, what? what, what the what? second bar that he has has no relation to the first bar either. In fact, let me play it quickly. That's why niggas are spreading cheddar around. Yes. Maybe cheddar is young girls. No. Money. <laughs> Cheddar's money. It's money. There is no reason for him to use this lyric. No idea. He just decided to put R. Kelly, sex pedophile, and put it in the tune. He's got pair of songs with R. Kelly as well, by the way. Go play your songs with him. Now he decides he wants to be called the sexual pedophile. But anyway, I'm at Big Wild on Insta, Big Wild on Twitter. Shall we get into this Rick Ross album then? Please? Might as well talk about it. Because you, you put it on the docket. Let me sneeze. So you start. How many people listen to it first? Yeah. What's that? I haven't had a chance haven't to listen to it yet. Even though it was right, be the thing where they said Brick Ross album, you people just, just decided not to listen to it. Right, I know what. Oh my god, this one. Kind it of- just it just came out today. Some people are not rushing to listen to Rick Ross. So, and well, the thing yeah. the thing about it is, if I if I don't like doing any type of review of anything when I just listen to it on the day, it's true. It's not the best. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't give a. I don't. I haven't lived with it for but long it enough. It came out today. Yeah, but it's what are you going to give me surface stuff because that's all you can possibly have got gained in that time. The, the it depends people, on how you listen to it. Yeah. The people, well, the people listening to this podcast will have had if they're listening to the album and if they started when it came out, they would have had at least the weekend to let it sink in. You know, that bread in the in the tea. A lot of people said most of the songs anyway because we released quite about four or five of them. Yeah, it's fifteen songs. It's released for so, five, mo- like so, the, so people know most of the songs. Well, well cool, I they know the best songs. Yeah. More or less, apart from the one with Nipsey. Yeah, one well, with Nipsey's cool. I like one with Nipsey. Because yeah. Maybach Music 5 or 6, six. or whatever it is rubbish. It's that maybe, is the it's worst Maybach Music out of all of them. Maybe second to the first one. I'm trying to remember the first one now. I want to play all of them. The first one I liked. The first Maybach Music? No, sorry. I misunderstood. The first track on the album. Oh, Wally. 
Yeah. Or Wally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the first one that you that you uh, released out a few weeks ago. So I, I, all right, this is Davros. I'm a big Rick Ross fan. I think I'm the, I'm the biggest Rick Ross fan here. Uh, this is his tenth studio album, and I would place this somewhere in the middle, like fifth or sixth out of his albums. It's not a bad album. It's not. This is what I was saying. It's, it's just not as up to the level of what he can do. Unfortunately or unfortunately, big uh, Rick Ross is not necessarily someone that hypes up his albums. They usually just they have um, a limited rollout and they come out. He has a single. They, they come out soon after this one because it's the Port of Miami two. It's like the 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 tenth anniversary because his first album I think came out. Um, I think it seems it's some sort of anniversary of his first album. I don't know if it's ten years or fifteen years or whatever it is, but it came out around this time. X amount of years ago, so I don't really even like Port of Miami that much. It's not the best album in the world, anyways. But that, that's the. But either way, that's what got him started. It had one of his biggest singles on it, if not his biggest single still. Every day I'm hustling, you know. Got him in the game, and uh, this is the sequel to that. As a, as a, you know, a congratulations and I big up myself and whatnot. The real Noriega, and he bigged it up a lot, and he released quite a few songs from it. Did he really big up a lot? It was big. This had a big rollout. But did he big up though? I'm yes. so sweet in that. They've been talking about Port of Miami too for well, uh, maybe like I said, I'm a Rick Ross fan, so I've been knowing about Port of Miami too for a long time. True. And then he's been doing his his um, small rollout. It's true. Yeah. So um, because of all the hype, I was sitting there waiting, 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 waiting. And as it's come through now, it's just an average album. I'm, like you said, there's no bad song on the album, but. There's no song that I think in three years' time I'm going to go to the album and listen to. Uh, Turnpike Act. Do you think? Turnpike Act is, is a banger. Play it then, so I can't can, can remember which one is which now. Turnpike Act is, is the last one that he released, but I'll play it. Okay. No, 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 no way. No so, way. so he released it's four or five out of 15, so that's what, hmm? 33%. Mm. Um, it's not majority. So uh, it's where was I? So I just think it's a mediocre album. He's got much better One, albums. Two. He's got albums I, that I, are... I'm sorry. So I'm sorry, Mr. Stavros. I'm going to let you finish, but Sisla Kalanji has 56 albums. 56. Can you name the your favorite three? Uh, <laughs> Black Woman and Child, definitely. Praise Eja, definitely. Praise Eja. Praise Yeeja. Ye. Def- yes. Okay. Definitely. praising? Um, ja. Ye. Praising Yeeja. <laughs> Yeah. You just proved the point that what I was talking about in it before the podcast started. <laughs> Morning. Praise ye, ja. As Praise in, ye, hey, ja. As in, hear ye, hear ye. Praise ye, ja. Don't talk like that. Like he wasn't there them times when people talk like that. <laughs> Rastafari teacher everything. Yes. Probably that one as well. Okay. Children of Jazz a good one. Mm, look at this That's one. not bad. He's just crucial. Is he, he's just saying I'm, I know, Jamaican man. patois. I'm not <laughs> Jamaican Rastafari talk. He's just saying that, <laughs> and us Africans don't know what he's talking about. It's just, not even that. It's, it's just not, throwing lines. It's, it's not. It's got to be the microphone. Look, look, uh, maybe. Look, tell See tell you. me what's the name of that album on the on the left there? Black woman and child. What's the one on the right? Children of Jah. Oh, bruv, 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 you don't have to. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He, he's just throwing that Praise Yee Jai, you see it there? Praise Yee Jai, yes. Yes. Rastafari teach, you can only see teach. I'm just letting you know. Yes. Show it to him, he's the one that said it. I'm letting you know. You just say Rastafari. 56, goddammit. Let me hear this This one you're talking about. I told her that she can't fuck me like I'm a king. I told her she gotta make love to me like I'm an emperor. Man, I done got money everywhere, nigga, but particularly that Turnpike South. Who's, who's coming? Blessing to a young nigga like Renzel. 
case. Indictment on the way, got Seda on the case. When you get your first kilo, we should be on your face. Nigga moving like a mob, Try land when you want to be out on the there is no way I'm coming back to that song. Oh, the song's beautiful. In, in, uh, in two three, or three years' time. Yeah, nah. It's song's beautiful. You know, one of the Rick Ross songs that I love to listen to all the time is the one with Chris and Michelle. Do you know what I mean? Aston Martin Music. Yeah, man. Oh, it's a yeah, of course. Song. It's like, you know, none of these... But uh, it's not better than Patron Music. Nah, but none of the songs on that album is, is to that level, I think, bruv. And that's no, uh, no, no, not at all. That's what I'm saying. Not at so, all. Not at all. And I, I agree with what you're saying, man. It's kind of average. But I, I listen to it all, all the way through. On a long uh, car journey today, and uh, the one that stuck out for me was the first one, really. And then, then after that, it's like okay. No, uh, Tempo Ike, that's the tune. That one there. I don't even know the names of the songs, bro. So, so that was the release. They released it. That's why I know the name of the song. So, in conjunction with the release of this album, there's also been the release of the Lost Verse. I'm gonna play that because that's better than the album. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, uh, whilst Rick Russell was doing his his rollout. He, he, he was um, discussing um, uh, his Maybach Music 6, which is uh, the, 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 uh, the catalogue of so- songs he's had from the second album. And uh, he misses an album here and there. Brother, you really need to move this thing forward when you plug it in. But it's now. not 56 albums. Um, uh, no, it cannot be 56. But anyways. This right here. No. Stop putting it so back. You can't, you can't rest your arm when you're doing that. You have to hit it. So, um, yeah, he's, he's had Maybach music. That, that's like his staple. That's his meat and potato. No, it's, it's too late. Now. Oh, you want me to meet it? Right, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, no, no, yeah. It's good, it's good, it's good. While he's talking. Do it, do it, do it. All right. That's yeah, his meat and bad. potatoes thing. That's, that's like the big song, the ones that people want to want to look out for. He's on number six now. And he said that he independently sent the music to uh, Lil Wayne and to Pusha T, who are uh, rap enemies. And he didn't tell each one that they they the other person had the instrumental, okay. and they both laced their their verses. And then on the interview that I heard, he said that he's now told both of them because he's friends with both of them. He doesn't want the beef; he wants a peace. And if they both allow it, he wants to pull out the song with both their verses on it. Now, as it was released, only Lil Wayne's verse was on it. Pusha T's verse is not on it. We don't know why. Some people seem to think that Lil Wayne said he doesn't want Pusha, Pusha's verse on it, but I get the impression that Pusha maybe maybe might not want his verse on it. No, apparently, because, Pusha said that he Pusha cleared the verse. So we don't, we don't. Why uh, wouldn't Pusha want his verse on it? When Baz does this in the back, this ain't waiting on it anyway. Well, you got the verse ready. I've got it ready, bro. Okay then. So let me let me put this up. So uh, like I said, only Lil Wayne's verse was on it, uh, which was decent. It had a, it had a bar. Like a decent bar in it, he but the song in, in he general he wasn't a good, good song, anyways. Song. But I think uh, Wahala's well, got something to say about Pusha T's verse, and he wants to play it for you now. Listen, kids. What the hell is that? You. Wow. True colors exposed. Crowns on these clowns. It's like you colored they know. We talking skill set or popularity goals. When you speak truth to power, your popularity grows. Here, switch gears out of relevance or fear. When their name's not as hot as who they want to stand near. All you niggas weird. How can you compare when you say you've been rich but be needing shit like veneers? For every hundred thousand dollar chain I see on a thousand ass neck that I dare not be. Young nigga, old nigga, you all the same to me. Just one slick tweet from treading dangerously. Rare form, airborne, since clearborne. Been fly like a runway was cleared form. White wedding, Vogue had the exclusive. Any blemish on my past was prostitution. Sit 
back and let them draw their own conclusions. A picture's worth a thousand words, Mr. Houston. You wonder why cocaine's up in every song? When music fell, cocaine right in every room. White Ferrari, Bo Derek, but the inside's black and standing bold like Go home and go get it. You're Miami real cars are sleeping in my garage, motherfuckers. Your Miami rental cars are sleeping in my garage, motherfuckers. That's Pusha T. I don't. I think the verse is alright, but I don't see. He took people. one sniper at, 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 at uh, Bobby Brown just randomly. <laughs> That's who's calling Mister Houston. Mm. That's Bobby Brown. Why? Because of the complaint that he made about the album cover. Uh, well, explain that for people that don't know. All right, so the album cover for Pusha T's um, Daytona is basically the picture of um, um, Whitney Houston's bathroom after she died. Not with her dead, obviously in it, but after she died with all the cocaine and everything all over the place. And it all looking messed up. And now um, he bought it off. Well, Kanye bought it off. I think he bought it off some photographer, maybe even Vogue. And that might be the reason why he's talking about it. But, um, and then used it as the album cover. And, and Bobby Brown wasn't best pleased with that. And he said a couple of things about it. So well, why it. would he be pleased about it? Why would you use that? It's a bit distasteful. Man. He, hang on, hang on. Wait, he used it because we're talking about it now. Huh? Sorry? He's <laughs> used it because we're talking about it now. But it was it was actually Kanye that did it. It wasn't Pusha. It wasn't well, it's his album. He can still, yeah, but it's he, his he's, album, isn't it? He's still, he's still the, 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 what's it called? President of good music. If you really wanted him not to use it, he wouldn't want to use it. Oh yeah, I hear that. But I'm just saying it wasn't his idea to bring it. To but he's, he, as we already said many times, is the leader of this cocaine rap. And she was a cokehead. So. Yeah, no, no. It the, kind of went with his. The, the his connection theme, makes sense on that. Yeah. I would have done it, but he did it. And that's why he's going to. And then, and then, um. Bobby Brown felt away about it naturally and he had a go at Bobby Brown. Yeah, so he basically that was him going back at Bobby Brown. The first couple of verses, the first couple of uh, lyrics was like, I believe he's about Drake. When he's talking about the clown faces and then when you see everybody's a clown, I think he's talking about Drake. So I think that's probably why he can't put it on the thing with, with Lil Wayne again. Man, just dissing your bridging again. <laughs> on your thing. You can't. Like Surgical Summer went for two years. Like, you get me wrong? He's just going on people's songs, ripping it up and going about his business. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I all, like him. All hell Pusha T. I like Pusha T. Did you see the tweet that I sent in the I group? saw that. That one, it was, it was bad, bad, bad. Man said, praise Allah that Pusha didn't find God like his brother. And I said, yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's deep, bro. We found that we all went, yeah, we're happy about the man that the man, the man is not found God. Yeah. It's, a, it's a bad thing. But we enjoy the fact he hasn't found good because he doesn't have a care in the world. But yeah, this Port Miami 2 album, I don't know, man. I just, I think it's all right. It's all right. So, I, don't, I don't rate it highly in his catalogue, but I don't think it's... I think it's better than a lot of albums I've heard recently still. That's the thing. With me putting it in the middle of his catalogue, that's why I think his catalogue is so good because it's in the middle somewhere. Maybe the top of the th- bottom third. And it's still better than most albums. I've been listening to his, uh, his music at the moment because... Um, Tidal's got like a Rick Ross essential thing that they've been that they put up so it's like a playlist that they create when people uh, come in to do their albums they just create a playlist so you can listen to it and it's just so wicked I'm just listening to I'm like this, every song is just so wicked Rick Ross is fan for music catalogue there's there, and I'm talking about through the history of hip hop if you take his top 25, 30 songs there aren't many rappers out there I could probably count them on my hands that could be Rick, Rick Ross. It'd be something like Outkast, Jay-Z. It'd be the big boys. Something like that, yeah. There's, there's, there aren't many rappers that have good, 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 good 
and plenty of them songs like Rick Ross, Drake would be another one I'll, I'll put in there. Mm. Isn't that? I think I don't want people hating on them just because they're, they're newish. They're, they're the last decade. Yeah, and I, 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 I was talking about that the other day when I was saying, who do I need to push out of my top list because Drake has to go there somewhere. Yeah, it depends if you if you ever had a top list in the first place. I do, but I'm like, who would I say? Like, because I could say if somebody tells me Drake's in their top ten or hip hip hop rappers of all time, I won't argue with them. I wouldn't. Top ten of hip hop artists of all time. I wouldn't argue with them if they said Drake was in there. Yeah. I wouldn't argue with them because I, I don't know Drake. Drake. Drake doesn't make bad music. Yeah, but I think in terms of consistency and popularity, then yes. In terms of real hardcore lyrical content, nah. But it depends on what you. What, what, what's going on? It depends on what you call lyrical content because some people want, um, some people want all of this. I don't know. I don't know what type of rap you want to call it. Lyrical, lyrical, miracle type rap they say where he's just blah, 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 blah. And it's like metaphor this, metaphor that, well, you, blah, blah, blah. Well, you've got oh, you different got... types of rappers, innit? You've got your conscious rappers. You've got your kind of hardcore rappers, gangster type rappers, innit? So your conscious rappers, you've got your commons, you know, and then your gangster rappers, perhaps you've got maybe your Ice T's back in the day and then uh, Jay-Z, Pusha T's and all those kind. There's so many people. You got Eric B and Rakim out there. I want to call Jay Z and, and Pusha T gangster rappers. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's not the right term, but you know what I mean, in it. They're not exactly conscious rappers, you know. So I'm not sure Boy, if yeah, we four, four, really, four. if we really put a category, if we really throw names and really think about it, Drake ain't in the top ten, man. No way. Drake has got better albums than most of the people that you. They're just... enjoyable albums. Don't I, I, I like to listen to the to the guy. He said hip hop artists. Of... He didn't say rapper. He said hip hop artists. There's a difference. Yeah, well, they're even rappers. Yeah, yeah. Drake is a good rapper. When Drake raps, Drake yes. raps, bro. Yeah, he sounds all them good. six a.m., five a.m., four a.m., or whatever in those places. Drake is rapping, and he's rapping better than a lot of other rappers. He sounds good. He Drake does. lyrically, because this is the thing. You, it depends on what type of rap appeals to you. Like when Drake said the lyrics, like when when he dropped the bar, um, with my with my girl, with my next girl, fucking with that next girl, and fucking right now, whatever, mm-hmm. that appealed to me because I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? I haven't seen somebody. I don't. It, I don't. It, I don't. It, walk. It, it appealed to me because I was living it. Exactly. I've, These I've, are the things that I've lived it. When he talks about that type of stuff about you know I hate sleeping alone and all them all them women lyrics, all that type of stuff. It appeals to people because they go through it on a day to day basis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you need to explain what that lyric was actually because you didn't say it very well. Well, say it then. Well, I can't I'm remember. Sitting like, with my ex girl who's sitting with my next girl sitting with the girl that I'm fucking right now. Yeah. And it happens yeah. often, especially in London. Because yeah. it's yeah. so small. I can, so, re- I can remember the rave that, that was actually applicable to me. You see? There was one rave I was there and it was, yeah. You see, I, I, I saw that nearly every time I saw Superman, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nearly every time I saw Superman, that situation played out. So when I heard it, I was like, "Oh, oh. other people do see this side of things." So as well. it's it, for me, his bars are, are things that I relate to. I, I think he, he, if somebody told me Drake's in their top ten, I'm not arguing with them. I'm not arguing with them at all. He might not be in my top ten, but he'll probably be in my top twenty. The best uh, rap album in the last couple of weeks is Black Milk. It's EP. I've listened to that. And that's that's uh f- that's fantastic, but it's also one of them things as well where I, I wouldn't necessarily take pull a song out and put it in my playlist. I have a playlist of songs, just big songs that I just want to listen to all the time. As an album, is wicked, but I'm not necessarily picking a song and putting it putting it out. It's just one of those things. I tell you, the album I was listening to today, um, uh, R.I.P. Because today is the anniversary of Sean Price's death. 
Is it? Yeah. So I was listening to Jesus Price. You know, give me, give me Jesus, that. Give me Jesus, that record. Jesus Price Superstar, right? And when I said that this man was fucking bad, he was so wicked. Like he's one of those rappers that if you if you know you know. The quote pusher. If you know you know. If people were to tell you, uh, you know, and some because there will be people out there that will say that Sean Price is their favorite rapper, and I won't argue with them because he's one of those rappers that yeah, he's one of those people like MF Doom. He's one of those people like Ghostface Killer. Those rappers that are not necessarily the um the go to for everyone, but there's certain mans that will say that that is their favorite rapper. From time he was in uh, Helter Skelter all the way up to when he started doing his solo stuff. Yeah. I, think Ghost, I think Ghostface Killer is amazing. Man. Ghostface Killer is in my top five. Well, that's no surprise, man. From, Ghostface Killer is in my top from five. From day one, from when Wu Tang came out, I remember I was in college, and obviously Method Man was the man. You know, he had that distinctive voice, and then Ghostface Killer came out and obviously covering his face and all this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, nah, Since the face got revealed, thing got real. People don't even know what that means because they weren't there when, he was, when his face wasn't revealed. Bro, we did listen to the week before last episode. I mean, it was just me and Wala. No. If I put up a, um, a uh, Wallabies yeah. that had a marble effect on it and I said, what's the return uh, quote? Do you know? Not off the top of my head. Oh, he's ashamed of you then. Shit. <sighs> All right, and, um, just 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 listen to this. Well, good. That means both his wives don't know. Wow! <laughs> I like what you did there. I like what you did there. Hey, are you using the official thing that you said? Yeah. That time, so just so that record company should know that that video is in demand. I know that. But it's not a Michael Jackson bumper plot element. And that's Alec with the next one name Prince Element and them kind of little Big Pop Bumble Class Element. Yeah, Touch. Yeah. 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 Quiet, why you do so mean? Cause I don't speak to dudes who shoots on lean. Get rid of your team. Fifth spit hitting your team. You garden lunch meat. I am in the mean. But man was an animal. That's Sean Price. That song is called Haram. R.I.P. to Sean Price, man. Haram. <laughs> and Peter Tosh, that famous interview at yeah. the beginning yeah. of, of that. I love that interview. That like that is an advert for Jamaica for me. I just love it so much. But you, you haven't been. Well, yes, um, yes, I haven't. Uh, yeah, well, my wife has been. So you know, in 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 Lou, we we have been together. So yeah, you went to that Caribbean cruise and it, it touched Jamaica not once. No. So where did you go on the cruise? Again? It wasn't that type of. It wasn't like um, black black. Well, it, it was black. It it, it it went to Turks and Caicos. Mm, not very we went black. to. Bahamas, Bahamas, mm. awesome. uh, the, um, and we went to Puerto Rico. No Antigua. No, that's where we went. We went to those three islands. Okay, Grand Turk. So you went to America's. Went to the Americas. Why? What, what's going through your head? Do you, it wasn't that no, kind I of. Just car- thought they would have gone to the yeah, Caribbean cruise. I thought I it was w- the Caribbean. To be cruise. honest, because they stop off and they go on uh, in and out quite quickly, I wouldn't have wanted to go to Jamaica that quick. If I'm if I'm going doing those kind of trips, I'd want to spend some time there, and 
mix with the with the locals of Jamaica, not not just be there for twenty four hours or whatever. It I'm, is. Ga- I'm going to Jamaica, and um, my missus been talking to the people because obviously she does rust the people here. And a lot of them are saying, don't, don't go to go talk to the locals. <laughs> a lot of them are saying, stay in your hotel, don't go nowhere. Because apparently it's dangerous there. Simple, is it dangerous there? I don't know, because... What's the last time you were in Jamaica? I'm going. This, yeah. That's the one I asked you. I said, well, the last time. <laughs> the last time I went is a long time ago, bro. Are you going the same time? No, no, no. no. <laughs> the, last, the last time I went was 2000 and... Two thousand and five, seven, five. Okay, so you're going with your Nigerian side to Jamaica. Yeah, this ain't that gonna be a bit odd for you. In what sense? Because obviously you would, you would think that you'd go with your Jamaican side. No, I'm going with my Jamaican side. They're going as well. No, the Jamaican side is the one that's going. I just said to you going with Nigerian side. You said yeah. No, I thought you meant like with my missus and that. Ah, uh, oh, so you go with you go with the Jamaican side again. So you go with yeah. family to go yeah. back home. Yeah, is that holiday then? Huh? Is that holiday then? No, it will be because we're going. We're gonna. You're not going to touch home. You're going to touch hotels only. We'll be in the hotel. We might touch, but it would just be like a day or something like that. It won't be a big thing, which is bad because one of my cousins died today. Oh, in Jamaica? Yeah. Sorry, oh, sorry. An- another one, bro. You know how? Got shot. This is what I'm saying. So the people is right. Another one. He. he uh, when I said don't touch the cable last week, people were telling me off for telling me don't touch the cable. It's, it's, it survived, he survived me, by three children now, three boys. But um, yeah, they got clapped this morning. Because man. of? I don't even know. Cause. This is some mad thing. So, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if you should be walking with the locals, bruv. Maybe you should just stay in the hotel. I always go to the hood when yeah, I go places. Well, I'm the same, you know. I can't. That's, that's, I, that's, I always tend to go to the hood as well. And I, I feel at home. Go, I might still go hood. But no, Jamaica hood is you have to go with somebody who's from there if you're gonna go Jamaica hood, bro. And even f- and even when you go with somebody, you gotta be careful. Like for me now, they might still rub you still. If for me now, like if I was going there with my cousins and that, it would be safe and di- more more safe and more dangerous at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying, especially if the people are going for them. Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> even when I was in New York with my family on accident, I was in the hood. Because I thought I was in a decent area. But then when I got there, I realised, Stav, you know the Bronx is, is, is hood. And you went to the Bronx Bronx. BK. The boogie down. Yeah. Man's all, all, all the... fat Joe walking down the street. Oh, Bro, I go. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, <laughs> it was an experience. So, I, 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 but I felt, I feel at home there. The only thing I ever worry about is just them, innit? It's dangerous. I don't worry about yeah. me. No, it's just them, innit? If it's just me. Uh, not that, not that, I'm not oblivious to any danger, but, you feel differently about it when it's you, innit? Yeah, if it's me, it's, it's, it's me, it's, innit? It's going to be interesting to see my missus in Jamaica. Why? With, with her locks. Because oh. already, because she's, she, oh, this is actually strange, she's going into the topic actually. Because she always gets thought of, because my missus is Nigerian, by the way, but people always think she's from Jamaica because of the locks. Yeah. So no, Nigerians never believe she's Nigerian. Yeah. And Jamaica's always. And her skin tone. It's not just the locks. Well, because well, she's light skinned. Yeah. Well, she's not light skinned. She's. Well, but she's not. Dark like most Nigerians. She's fair. Most Nigerians are dark. If they ain't bleaching, yeah. Not dark, as in they're just darker than whatever. They ain't bleaching. It's just true, man. I don't know why you're scrunching up your face. You've been to Nigeria. Uh, Most of them, do they look like a missus? Are they that? uh, Yes, Yes, there are people that's quick. There's there's always going to be people that. that, that, No, no, even there's always going to be people of of, of, of a wide range. I'll I'll be honest with you. The geography makes a difference. So if you're. 
if you're talking about yeah, true, true. Lagos, then yeah, possibly. And even then some parts of Lagos. Anywhere there's like people from Calabar and people from Ibo land and that around there, you'll see lighter skinned people. Well, she ain't one of them. She's about the same skin tone as, as Mr. Wolf. Not that, just no. a little bit dark, lighter than him. She's darker than him. Oh, just out here pointing at me like I'm some kind of mixed race oh, child. Okay, either, either way, either way. <laughs> Either way, go ahead, go ahead. People think that well, your yeah, people think that she's Jamaican because of her hair. Jamaican. And, um, Jamaican. and Nigerians never know that she's Nigerian. So I like to play the game where I'll, I'll bring her around Nigerian people. Like we go to a restaurant or somewhere and they'll just be speaking in Yoruba. And I like to play the game because she can speak Yoruba as well. And they'll be speaking in Yoruba and they don't know that she can understand what, she, what they're saying until she'll, she'll say something. And they'll be like, hey, hey, Yoruba. And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, you see, you didn't know, you didn't know that. Me, I, I can't hear what you're saying, but she can't hear. So they'll be there. But um, it's going to be interesting to see how she's going to be in Jamaica and see how, how many people think she's actually Jamaican in Jamaica. Are Yoruba people the worst for talking behind people's back? Yes. Or in front, well, yes. behind people's back in front of in their front face. Of them, yeah. Well, yeah, we yeah. Were, you wouldn't know because the, you don't the know. Chinese that's what I was thinking. The Chinese know. and the Vietnamese, boy, they will do it to you, boy. While oh. you're in a nail shop, they'll say, but this got uh, fuck, <laughs> the fuck, fuck up, the fuck, fuck up. <laughs> look, no, but they feel about look, them. They feel about them, They feel about them, yeah. Oh, God, your foot smell. If you ask them, they'll, so, tell you, they'll tell you in English as well. Why so big? They'll tell you in English. <laughs> and if there's nothing wrong with them telling you what they're telling you in English. Why so big? I said to her, you didn't wash your foot. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> it's not racist on this podcast, man. Uh, it's casual racism. The views of civil Simon are uh, completely uh, in it because there's a big, they're a big nation. That boy, I don't want to beef with them. Say like that. It's not China. Them. It's not China that you have to beef with. It's the Viet- the Vietnam, Vietnamese, the Vietnam War, yeah, the Vietnam War. <laughs> so yeah, so anyway, I was at work the other day. So there's one girl I see at work all the time. Right, we just say hello to each other. But we just say hello to each other all the time because we walk past. Hi, hi. It's the black thing, innit? Black person. Hello, hello, hello. But this time I actually said to her, oh, you know, we say hello to each other. What is your name? So she told me her name. And then she said to me, what's my name? And I told her my name. And she said to me, uh-huh. you're Nigerian. I said, yeah. She goes to me, I thought you were going to tell me your name was like Matthew or something. I thought you was Jamaican. I said, oh. I said, where did you manage to get that from? She goes, I don't know. You just look like a Jamaican person. I, I envisioned some form of like Matthew or or whatever. Oh, she said another name. I can't remember it was, but I never expected you. Matthew. Matthew, which is more a Nigerian name than a Jamaican name for me personally. But I never expected you to tell me the name that you did. It's because it's a typical Yoruba name as well. I never expected to hear that from you. And then I thought to myself, no one has ever in my whole entire 36 to almost 37 years of life told me I'm, I, I look like a Jamaican. It's wow. probably because you look like uh, Admiral Bailey. Who's that? Big Belly Man. You're a fool. I get it all the time. <laughs> all the time. You get that you look Jamaican all the time. All the time. All the time. And it's then that I beard, just, bro. I just don't get it. I tell them my mum. What's the beard? I look like my mum, and I look like my dad as well. So both of them are Nigerian. So how can I look like one of y'all? Yeah, but you have to understand, it's not about one of y'all. Like how <laughs> can as, I look as, like as, one of y'all? As, oh, as, as a people, we're not being that far removed. I know. I know. I know. I know. Can you, I know. <laughs> he said, I, "I look like my mum." And I look like my dad. <laughs> I don't know why that gave me a pleasure, but why did you have to tell me you like? But why couldn't you say I look like my parents? Why did you separate them? No, I'm just saying because I'm, I'm trying to make it absolutely clear that yes, I do in fact look like a Nigerian. Well, what does that Nigerian look like? Well, well apparently, uh, well, you, well, you have to be dark skinned if you're nah, like says. Just like what um, Simple Simon was saying, in it, we all basically look the same. I've got uncles back home that look like Jamaicans over here. 
you know what I mean? You know, so we, I mean, the idea, you have your hard back looking Nigerians and I think they can be quite distinctive, but then you have your hard back Caribbeans, Jamaicans that look like the hard back Nigerians. So the idea that you don't look like you're a Niger boy, I don't look like a Niger, I don't, I don't get that. I don't, I don't get it. I, I see some women that look stunning and then you'll get maybe someone, oh, she looks quite how can she be a nigerian and she looks like that i mean we we know that there's some beautiful who, who said that back to you? Home. and do you did you continue talking to them like a normal person no i don't take them seriously but it's, it's very good to educate them though you know tell i don't them. know i don't know how i deal with somebody if they said that to me yeah no you have to educate that's insulting your wife you're insulting your mom that's insulting your sisters that's insulting everyone mate there's there's a lot of our own people that insult our women as own. yeah you know? i cost them too I, I used to be able to tell Africans, they don't even like our women i used to be able to tell africans apart yeah and then the um the congolese women i kept mistaking for jamaicans mm. Congolese have got some good women though still. I'm, I'm uh, um, they like women. to me they're like the Jamaicans of, of Africa. Well they are. Look at their dress. That's what I mean. It's like it's all the whole the whole Congolese yeah, thing. But, so, but they say that we're the Jamaicans of Africa though. Yeah, but that's that's all right then. All right then. All right. Where, where are the Jamaicans of Africa and then the Yardies of Africa? Okay. Yeah. If you're like, separating the two. Because they do look like they're in the dance all the time. All the time. All like Chevelle what was it called again? Um Big up JJ Bola and them and there. Dance or Queen. The first dance or queen, they look like they look like the dance or queen. Sexy bitch. Sexy bitch. You can't say that in two thousand and nineteen again. I'll be I'll be alright with that. Can you uh, I would just like to admit with my hand up high that Stavros both used to scream that out to women back in the day. What's that? And sexy bitch. And they had no problem with it. I I enjoyed saying it. They enjoyed receiving the, the compliment. And we moved to where we went about our business. But like while I said, you couldn't accept it. I think I think certain people Thank you. listening to this to this just would not understand some of the things that we did back in the day. Uh, like how how was like we'd mention it. Like I'd say something like that and be like, Of oh, course cool, so it wasn't cool. And, no, it was and, cool. and like no, it was cool. It was cool. But times have changed and now it's not cool. And because you've never experienced that, you just don't know. You just don't know. Can, I, can I say something to Mr. Wolf? Or can I let Mr. Wolf defend himself without even knowing that he has to defend himself over something? Really? Here we go. I always have to defend myself. No, on Twitter, apparently, somebody said something about uh, the thing that you said last week. So what I just want to clear it up. What did I say last week? So you know that you said that your friend, um, that you got dismissed by a girl. You went to the carnival and some girl kind of dismissed you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then your friend dissed, dissed the, the girl, yeah? Till mm-hmm. she ran away. Mm-hmm. Crying, basically. Mm-hmm. The some somebody on Twitter was like, so so like that you didn't. She was because even me I, at the time I was like, I don't know why you would do that. I don't know. What, I don't know what they Bruv, did. Oh no, let me finish. Let me finish talking. In the early twenties, man. Jeez. Yeah, well, I don't know why, but for me, it's just, that deep. It is that deep because it's not, the girl told you that and you decided that you had to abuse her that batch. I didn't. But 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 well, you got, you got your friend to. I didn't then. get him to do it. whatever. You thought it was. It. You thought it was right for him to do it. I was okay with it, man. You said that. I want to get to the Twitter a bit, man. Yeah, she didn't just turn you down. Oh, you she, she, she went out of her way. To that's what I wanted to ask you. you. So that's mm-hmm. what I wanted to ask you. What mm-hmm. did she actually do that 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 you felt was embarrassing? Because I would, I would like to be cleared up because I thought that maybe she just turned you down and was like, uh, "Leave me." Uh. That's not the impression I got. No, or, it, or maybe I, I it was like, oh, go men, away. Like, men get rejected all the time. So at the time. Um, it wasn't just a rejection. It was a you have. It was more or less 
turning her nose up to me. How can someone like you come and talk to someone like me? Is that what she said to you? Rejected. Oh my God. Not verbatim, bro. We're talking about 15, 20 years ago, bro. Yeah, but I'm just trying oh, to ask no, what, what, what... It was what? in that manner. So it wasn't uh, just a, not thank you, but no thank you. It was get the fuck out of my face. Rejected. Ah, okay. So it was, it was, like it was Basically, I want to ascertain that each, the person would be rude to you. Of course. Okay. So That's then, what I said last week. Okay, then. So let, let, let's... So uh, as Wahala said, the tweet was, how could you like relay that story and you're smiling like it was nothing? Like it, your that's, your that's ego, yeah, basically. That's basically what the person said. Like, that, well, that, you should, I you hope that that person is listening now. So if a man does approach a woman, even at that age, and uh, the, the approach isn't a pinch of the bum, it's not a grab of the arm, and you're just going to have a conversation with a person, and that person goes out of their way to disrespect you, expect something back. And that's what my bridging done. So it's not me, oh my God, I'm flexing my muscles. My bridging came and dissed that woman, ha, ha, ha. No, she took the piss. And my bridging took the piss 10 times over to the point that her bridgings were laughing at her. That, that's what I wanted to so, ask because I don't see Mr. Wolf as being the type of guy that if a girl just turns him down not nicely he would just go out there and nah, 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 and just abuse her that's why, that's so that's why I wanted to let him okay but okay because I think this is Stavros now so I'm talking on behalf of myself that if a woman is rude in her dismissal of a man rude and then um, the same situation a bedroom comes and starts making fun of her because of that mm-hmm. I don't see anything wrong with it. I see that as a, as an equal <laughs> equal footing. I don't think that anybody can actually say there's something wrong with somebody. If somebody's being rude to you, you being rude to them back. I but don't some some that. people would, of course, some people would say that. Some people because he said that on the podcast. It's not that he didn't say it on the podcast. He said it. So you would listen and say it's it's that's a that's now some sort of abuse because what the woman said to you. End of the day, the woman was minding her own business. Minding her business. She was in carnival, yes, whatever. But it's, you don't necessarily have the right. To go into that woman's space. That's that's how it could be. What is that, this stupid space thing? Yeah, the space is that this is my aura. Space. This is my space. There's like, no space in carnival, bro. Yeah, but you know what? I get you, but you invaded the woman's space by talking to her somewhere. You must have you probably did touch her in maybe a, ta- a no, like, tap on the I shoulder. Excuse, excuse me, man. I said, excuse back, me. I, I would like then, to talk I wasn't to brazen you. Like space that. the final. But the point is that she was minding her own business. You have now entered her realm, and when you when you entered her realm, you have had opened yourself up for whatever she was going to give. Now, unfortunately, she gave it in a in what you felt was a disrespectful manner. Move from here, boy. But some people would look at it and say, <laughs> from there, that is the woman's right. Because she was minding, if she, if she came into your space and she insulted you, then by all means. But I but, didn't insult she, her, though. No, no, I didn't say you did. But my point is that you you troubled her from doing something. When I say trouble, I'm using it in the Nigerian term. Not that you actually troubled her, but fine. Let me let me pick a better word. You 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 just you entered her space. That, I think that's a, a good term. You entered her space. She was dancing with her girls. She was minding her business. Maybe she was even talking to another dude. Who knows? I don't know. But she was doing her own thing. Nothing to do with you. You entered her space, and she wanted to get you out of her space as fast as possible. No, it, was every, the, it was everything to here, do with her. Here comes the fuckery. Him entering her space was a disrespect to her. How dare you! You come to me to dance. Fuck off. That's even, the point, actually. You I said she looked at her nose at you. Like. I didn't even try to dance. It, it wasn't a dancing thing. It was tried just to people were walking. Um, and, and and I went to talk to, uh, talk to her. And that was it. So, talk so, so, like so hang on. Man. Exactly. Hang on. Why you go talk to her man? <laughs> hang on. So if she was looking down her nose at you, was she slightly taller than you? No. <laughs> she wasn't. I thought it might have been that. I'm I'm a, that's a term. It's a term. Okay, so basically she was rude to you. But that is something that I don't... I, I I don't understand why anybody can not understand that. If somebody's being rude to you, that you you should just accept that they're being rude to you. I don't get that. Okay. 
I don't care. And I'm like this in most situations. So when people are saying to me stuff like, uh, oh, you know, um, when you're with your missus and she, she's having a baby and she starts cussing you down in the, in the delivery room, <laughs> I'm not having it. Yeah, we we'll, mentioned that before. We'll talk about that later. Because <laughs> you're not, there's going to be disrespect to me. Well, you're not going to talk about it there tonight. I might do. No, if, what, if, if, to put it uh, also, if you don't talk about it there then I doubt when the baby comes home um, wrapped up in the thing he's like oh now the baby now we nope. put the baby to sleep I just want to have a word let's with discuss, you about what happened, uh, what happened yesterday what you said yeah, nah, I will discuss something I don't, I don't I'm, not, I'm not one for rudeness you know what you're okay. a waste man <laughs> you're a waste man <laughs> I always knew you as a waste I'm man not, I'm doing you a favour by being with you you waste man <laughs> brief, 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 brief. Yeah. No. So what devil's advocate, there are a lot of women that have been approached by many, 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 like hundreds of men in their many life, men. In, in their lifetime. Many, 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 and many, many. It, it would be the uh, the accumulation of it may it's not necessarily a fault, but you just happen to be the hundred and or let's say you're the seventh person or the fiftieth person on, on on that day. I was dressed in a way, it was hot, everybody was enjoying themselves. I, I've got a boyfriend or, I've, or I'm not ready to, to move into a relationship with a man. I don't want to talk to anybody. And you're number 37 in my f- five hours of being at Carnival of Man not talking to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I was polite to 36 of them. But mm-hmm. right now, get out my face. Yeah. And that's why I don't and chat to a woman. And, that, and that's fine. Just know that if that's what you're going to do, then there is a possibility that the person is going to respond in kind. So I didn't even have a chance to even say... My virgin just moved me aside and then he just done his thing. And it was very, very funny. I won't lie. You're still smiling to know Because it is a memory that just won't leave me. I can't remember what he said. I just remember everybody around there was busting up. But then can you... Creasing up. Can you appreciate, because you have a daughter. Mm-hmm. Now, you would. I'm, I'm assuming all of us would tell our daughters... As if, a father? If, if, as, as a, a father, father. If you're going to reject a man, do it respectfully. I'm sure we'd all say that. But... I'm More sure, I'm I'm sure if your daughter came home in let's say 10, 15 years time when she's of that age where men is checking her and well hopefully not um, R. Kelly style you get me so men is checking her you have the relationship with your daughter where you can she can have these kind of conversations with you yeah. and she's so she's gone carnival dad I was in carnival this, oh you went carnival yeah 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 dad I'm telling you so many men were checking checking me today many you men. know um, come the what? So many men try to chat me up. I would like to be able to have that conversation while Hannah's scrunching up his face. Even some men are going to be comfortable having that conversation with yes, their daughter, yes, yes, and yes, I, f- yes. I think I will be. If she's happy having it with me, I'm happy to listen. Maybe. So she's she's going to say something like, Maybe "Dad, not. so many men were chatting me up today, or trying to chat me up today. I know I've and done what you told me to do. I'm, I was being respectful to all of them, but after about seven o'clock, and I was just tired and it was hot, and there was one person and he came and he wasn't even rude or nothing, but I just rah." I just, just told him, please leave me alone. Like in a, in a, in a rude way, I, I was a bit ruder than that. Dad. I'm not going to tell you what I said. Are you going to tell him, pussy? And then, and then he, his friend came and cussed me down to the point I've run home. Mm-hmm. I've run home now crying. Are you going to say, well, that's what you deserve, isn't it? Because if you, because you open your mouth with that person, that's what, that's, you know. I would tell her that just what I just said. If you diss, if you diss someone, yes, I would. If, if you do or come to you bro, crying because somebody dissed her, you're not even going to have a conversation about no, what's going on. No, I would tell Dry her cry. same way. Even tears. And I would say it to anybody. If you do disrespect someone, especially when they're coming to approach, and I'm taking all of what you say on board, you know, that she's been nice to 36 of the 37. Yeah. 37, she was frustrated. She... 
uh, 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 you know, lashed out, lashed out, said her piece, disrespected the nice guy. Yep. Yeah. And she got disrespected back. It's almost, it is something to expect. You have to expect that that is, there is a possibility that the person's going to respond in kind. So then should you expect that the person might lash out at you if you, if you try and chat her up and just deal with it? What do you Be- mean? Every time you go to chat a woman, you have to deal with the fact that she might not, it, it, she, she might accept my, my advances. Yeah. She might reject them. And then mm-hmm. when it comes to rejection, there's different ways of rejection. And mm-hmm. one of them could be a rude way. Mm-hmm. And you open yourself up to that when you, when you approach mm-hmm. a woman. Mm-hmm. So shouldn't you just accept that? Maybe. Firebond do all of them. It, I think it depends on the personality and the way how the person kind of responds to these things. Maybe he has been rejected in that way 36 times and said nothing. And then on the 37th time, he was fed up and said, you know what, F this, I'm going to dish you back. Well, there you go. This is, com- this is what it comes down to then. It comes down to individual circumstances. Mm-hmm. And I think if your daughter came back and told you 36 times I did something, and that 37th time, I made a mistake, potentially. Yeah. You, did, you, did, hold on, hold on. You, did she then deserve to be, because... I'm not to, saying that she to deserves you, it, To you, though. it seemed like she might have deserved it. But in her realm, it's like, this is the 37th time today. I've been polite each and every time. And one of those fine. times. It doesn't matter. What more do you want it from no me? It, it, it really does make no difference. I think it makes a difference, man. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make a difference. It, if, it does, if, but, if, it's, if, but if, it doesn't. Yeah, I, it, I get both sides of the story. But if anybody, it doesn't matter what, people don't know the backstory, you know. People don't know that there's been 36 advances in it. You understand? You take your chances as a man, you take your chances as a woman. And there is a possibility that the person can disrespect you, but not everybody's built in, in a way to take that and to kind of be calm and say, you know what? You do you, I do me. I was young. I think I must have been about 20 19, 20 years old in college, enjoying life. Boy, you were a late bloomer, the, boy. College at 19, 20. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, 16, oh, 16 to well, 18 maybe, in college. Or well, maybe a little bit younger. But I wasn't at uni. It kept me back a year. I wasn't at uni. <laughs> you hadn't reached uni yet? No, so okay, so you, so you were proper young. I might have been a little bit younger. All right. yeah, so right. so pedantic. It's man. cool, bruv. Don't worry. Don't mind him. But don't anyway, him. he burnt his hand. He's upset. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so I was very young. My bridging was very young. The girl was very young. You get me. So these we're, we're still learning about life, innit? We're we're still learning about how to respond. We're still learning about um um. All kinds of things. But all, then th- all, all manner of this things. is the thing. Somebody would say, all right then, at 16, 17, you made that mistake and now you're relaying this conversation 20 years, you know, seven years later and you're, and you're laughing about it. So it's not a mistake that you made in the past and it's cool. Maybe as an adult, you'll look at it and say, you know, this is what happened and you can relay the story but you won't be giggling over it and smiling over it. You'd be like, as a big man, I understand it was wrong but this has happened. Man. I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, I said, I didn't say you said that you did something wrong. I said, as a big man, I can understand it was wrong. What was wrong? The man cussing the woman. He didn't think it's wrong though. I don't, but I don't, the, the, I don't, then the person has the leg to stand on to say that why are you relaying, like, how can you just say the story and just be smiling about it? It's a disgrace for a man no, to because, insult a woman. because she insulted me so she got insulted back. Right, Whether you're 16 or 36, it, the same applies. Fair enough. If if a man approaches you on the road and you're a grown woman and you've just come from the office, maybe you've had a bad meeting or whatever and you disrespect the man, you may get a man disrespecting you back. 
Hashtag ESM pod ladies out there. Are there any circumstances where it's acceptable for you to rudely disregard a man's advances? If they've been polite to you. Yeah, if the man has been polite to you. Mm. uh, Is there a circumstance you're on your period? You've had many advances from before. Yeah, but these are are crippling things. I actually had a conversation with this the other day with, with a friend of mine, a lady friend that I know. And she says it's a particular skill to be able to turn down advances from a man. And one of the main reasons is the days that we live in, I don't want to die and I don't want to stalk her. So there there is a certain way how I can turn down advances when I'm in my worst time. Because remember, there's people that's punching girls straight in the face. Some man's guys out here, man. Yeah, standard, standard. So it is a skill. So don't think that because I've had a bad this or I'm on my period that or 20 man has said this and so on the 21st time I'm going to just lash out. Expect the man or the woman to lash back. Yeah, because women, women are worse than they than men to other women. I'm you get me? I just told you you can't take a picture of my daughter and you just vex at me. But um, <laughs> can, I, can, I, can, I, can I branch off that? Yeah, please. And uh, Wolf, don't forget the topics from that you had as well. Oh, well. Alright so Today I was walking home uh, I regularly walk home From the office to Surviving our girly I regularly walk home From the office To get to um, The station Basically And I was walking And I And I walked past A little Asian girl Probably about One One and a half Because she can walk One and a half Maybe two Let's yeah. say that yeah? yeah And her mum And it was a very Odd experience So I was walking Minding my own business Listening to Rick Ross actually So I was walking past and the little girl was, was smiling at me. She was smiling, blah, blah, blah. You know, had little children smile. So the little girl was smiling. And the mum, so I smiled back at the little girl because the little girl smiled at me. And the mum is looking extremely concerned. Surviving our kid, isn't it? <laughs> no, I don't think it's that. I don't think the mum thought I was any type of thing like that. But it's a case of, I don't think, I don't think if the daughter wasn't there, the mum would have been looking at me like that anyway. Well, you can you can assume. I can assume that, yeah. You can guess. So maybe she's not one of those people that looks at you know the type of people that you see. Certain men, they they hold their bags tighter. Some of them cross the road. Some of them are like blah blah blah, and all that type of stuff. But it, when I had it, this clicked. I was thinking, when does the innocence go? When was this daughter become the mum? When would the daughter start looking at me the same way that the mum looks at me? And it's a matting. When, when the daughter realises that human beings can eat other human beings, then she would start to look, <laughs> look at you. <laughs> but they probably think that now. <laughs> uh, it's a good question, actually. And um, I couldn't give you an answer, but it would be before they turn 10. <laughs> That's what the mum was concerned about. He's going to eat my daughter. Eat my child. <laughs> I'd say b- between two and 10. Somewhere in there. So you think that, that, that child that's potentially two... Mm. In fact, maybe when I walk past the mum, I've said to her, "Then don't look at him. Don't smile at these blacks." <laughs> you never I, know. Well, uh, then no. this is where it comes down to like racism is learnt, which I don't think it is. I think you can get it by five, six, five and six. Yeah, because there's um there's a natural state of progression that happens in human forms where your brain is able to process new types of information. So there's a point at an age where you wouldn't be able to explain racist concepts to the child because they don't have the necessary parts of the brain to be able to process what that is and then 
perpetuate it. Let- and it takes a certain amount of time for them to get to a certain age and certain brain development before they can do that. Let me pause because I don't want to necessarily just dash racism on this woman. It could literally have just been because I was a man. Yeah, it could have been that as well. But I'm just saying that the identification of um, what we see as the discriminatory features mm. doesn't happen in children until a late, later stage. If, you know what? Because I'm thinking, as we as we know, my daughter's three. Yeah. Recently three. But, and I was thinking, does she see race or not? And I'm thinking she doesn't really, kind of, but in some aspects she does. Because when she sees a black elder, she says uncle auntie. But she doesn't necessarily do that for for white or for non-black. Yeah. So for her, black elders are uncle and auntie. Like they are different than other colors. And that's so learnt behavior. Though, so isn't she, it? Huh? in that learnt behavior. Yeah, but the learnt, be- learnt behavior is uh, you as uncle Wala, uncle Wala. You are uncle Simple Simon. But why are you uncle Simple Simon? Why are you uncle Wala? Because I, it's not that she's never met people from other colors. It's that you are uncle or auntie because you're black. The people mm. that are not black are not uncles and they're not aunties. They're they're they miss or mister what did they call what did she call uncle uncle hot rod she doesn't see me enough punk black i mean reaching out to him doesn't even holler back so anyways um but isn't it because you and your wife always say say hello to uncle so-and-so say hello to auntie yeah but i would do the same thing because um missus got white friends same thing but she doesn't but when she sees a like on the tv on so this is where i'm saying it's not people now on the tv when she sees a black person she'll call them uncle or auntie she doesn't, but she only does that for black people. It it cut it come it comes. It's learned. It's not. It's not. At basically, there's a point in children's development where they don't have the concept of the 3D reality, and they don't get that if you are behind something that's obscuring their view of you, you're still there. You're just behind it. They don't understand that. So that's why you, when you do peekaboo with them, it's like, well, hang on a minute. He was there. <laughs> now he's not there. And then you reappear and they're like, oh, he's there now. How did that happen? Like, that's why I threw that shit before I came in the room. You know what I'm saying to you? That's how they're fascinated by it because the brain development. So uh, there isn't, I don't know what the, the age is, but there is a point where they develop the ability to understand that there is a difference. Innocence is such a, a and beautiful and a scary thing at the same time. Big boo, that shit don't work no more, man. Come on. And that's the thing for me. Once you understand the difference, that is when you start applying situations and concern to those differences that that's that, so that's where because i hear racism is learned and that's what something that i challenge all the time and i just feel it's, it's an innate thing and i think it because I, but i understand that it's not there from when you're one no it, 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 it comes when you understand oh i as uh whatever color i am or, or race i'm different from your race but that's learned but then here's the no, thing. But, no, yeah, but no. When I say when people say learn, they mean as it's passed down, as in you're, somebody you taught you. When race. it's understood, so that's when no, I, that's I'm, what I said. I'm, I'm explaining to you what learn. Okay. When they say that racism is learned, they learn behavior. They mean learn behavior as in somebody has taught it, or or collectively, culturally, it's been taught on. And I'm saying it's not learned in the sense that somebody's passed it on, or culturally it's been passed on. It's passed on. It's 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 innate. And innate nature is is when you learn that um walk left and right. You don't, you can say you didn't, you didn't teach a child to walk. They walk, they learn to walk themselves. So that's the same thing with with they understand but color they, themselves. Yeah, but they they learn they learn to, learned to walk by watching you. That's yes. how they did it. It's learned behavior. I don't understand. It's, how it's, you, it's completely learned behavior. It's like riding a bike, for example. My daughter at the moment can ride a bike with stabilizers. Mm. She saw one of her brethren from school riding a bike without stabilizers. It blew her mind, and she's wanted to now ride the bike without the stabilizers because she's like. 
you know, I've learned ha- that yet. that can happen. Yeah, it can happen. And if you can do it, I must be able to do it. But outside of that, she probably she may never have wanted to take the stabilizers off. For example, walking the children watch you walk, and then that, that inspires them to do that. Yeah, Especially okay. if they they understand the incentive mechanism, like you can walk to the chocolates and they can't. I still think it's mad that animals bad, bad example. animals can come out of of their whatever and can walk straight away, and humans can't. I just think it's mad. So yeah, because just because animals need to do that, otherwise they'll die. Yeah, it's just just it's random to me. Well, the, the ones that do do that, you know, it's the ones that do that are the ones where they have uh, less children. Less often to be like a cow or something yeah. where they're only going to have one. The ones, birds or something where they have Multiple, six, seven, eight, yeah. nine or or puppies where they have nine, nine, uh, what do they call it? A, a litter of or cats all of a sudden. Like, they, they, there's ones they need type they because work. because there's enough of them. Not necessarily. I think puppies, when they come Not out, straight they away. Can't, they can't work straight away. Is that Takes why away. they hold them in the mouth? Yeah. Yeah, they're picking mm, them up. Okay. Yeah, so, um, anyway, my, my, so, so it's the same with humans because the bigger you are, the stronger you are. Um, in the animal world, the less chance that you need to to to, to, to survive. To, yeah, well, the more you're gonna survive, more chance. But you need to get, you need to be able to do something because mm. if you're dead, then your line is just gone. Go, go on, see what you say. So my daughter's four. She understands that people are different colors, but it doesn't mean anything to her. If that makes sense. So she knows that her friend at school is uh, other than black, mm. but what she is doesn't mean anything. So it's like, yeah, I can, she sees the difference, but it doesn't, it, there's no context for her for it. Cause at home, I'm not, I'm not doing do the, you, so do you, sorry, do you think that, um, it's part I of, I haven't told her that white people don't wash it. Go on. What? Well, this is the thing. Especially it kind of connects to what I'm about to say. Do you think it's part of your duty as a parent to start to, you know, let her know, about different races and what they're about. So here's my thing. Like that. Here's my because thing. That's when it becomes learnt. Yeah. So here's my thing. She um, there was something happened the other day, and she asked me about it, and the subject of color came up. It was something to do with somebody was being mistreated, and the mistreating in the context of what was happening was to do with the fact that they were other than the person who was mistreating them, the mm. oppressor kind of thing. And I really had to take a moment to figure out whether or not I wanted to uh, introduce these type of concepts now, because now you're starting to get into the real chiseling away of the innocence, because now you have to start explaining history and and historical context in order for her to get some type of grounding. And then obviously my own bias might be in there. So I was a bit sceptical about explaining it to her. All right, so we're talking about race. When does shadism come in? She's got shadism already. She understands the difference of shades. All of the people that she considers to be her favourite people are all light-skinned. So Uncle Stav is not in the favourite No. List. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not even joking. Like, I noticed it. Sorry. Like, she will meet children and she's happy to be friends with all of the children. But for some strange reason, by some uh, coincidence... All of the ones that she's like, oh yeah, she's my favorite. She's my best friend. All of her best friend list, they all are light skinned to mixed race, and I don't know what that's about. You sure it's just not just a coincidence? It might be a coincidence, but it's happened. It's happening at such a frequency that I'm like, hmm. That's scary, man. To think that from, and I, 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 I don't think nah because no, you, because, because you're not teaching her that. So I'm not teaching her, but it again, this is where people say about their own individual preference and stuff. I think that can happen. Yeah. Or it could just be on the television, all the pretty people, all the nice people, all the people that's nice is light. Can I play a clip, please? Is it very, very 
relation to what we're talking about now. <laughs> this guy, it doesn't matter yeah. what clip I play, you always have an issue with it, man. No, I'll ask you a question. Yes, of course it is standard. Um, just one moment. Simple. Are mummy and daddy's friends fairer skinned? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Apart from obviously I, not this I, one. I don't, no, I, I wouldn't say they and are. And yourself. And but I would say that they're also and the mum. I would I would say that that she play it now. Sorry. No, because he hasn't answered the question yet. <laughs> I would say no, that she's no. around a, a good multitude. It, it's not it's not one particular. Mm. Uh, Hue over another. It's a, it's a very very balanced mixed. Now you may play it, Mr. Wolf. Thank you. <laughs> this is Jane Elliott. We all know who Jane Elliott. I, I like her very much. For those that don't know who Jane Elliott is, why don't you explain? Um, she's uh, somebody who is an advocate for equality and I has don't know been. Who Jane Elliott is. I don't know who Jane Elliott. Is. Oh, for real. God damn! I've mentioned Jane Elliott a number of times. This is the blue-eyed woman, right? She, yeah, yeah, she's the, oh, the white that, woman. Yeah, yeah she's that's the one. That's, that's what I know her. As. Oh, okay, yeah, I know her, but <laughs> I don't know her name. Woman. <laughs> I just say the white woman. But <laughs> 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 well, we all we all do. What's up? We all do. Anyway, it's a one-minute clip, so just listen to the whole thing. Yeah, I know that. Big Wahala gets a little um, the white impatient after 25 seconds. You're so. already making me <laughs> know, talking know. about it. Okay. Cool. We hate because we're taught to hate. We hate because we're ignorant. We're the product of ignorant people who have been taught an ignorant thing, which is that there are four or five different races. There are not four or five different races. There's only one race on the face of the earth, and we're all members of that race, the human race. All life but, we, but we have separated people into races so that some of us can see ourselves as superior to the others. We thought it would work, I guess. It hasn't worked. It has been bad for everyone. But it's time to get over this business. There is no gene for racism. There's no gene for bigotry. You're not born a bigot. You have to learn to be a bigot. Anything you learn, you can unlearn. It's time to unlearn our bigotry. It's time to get over this thing, and we best get over it pretty soon. I'm an educator, and it is my business as an educator to lead people out of ignorance. The ignorance of thinking that you're better or worse than someone else because of the amount of a pigment in your skin. Pigmentation in your skin has nothing to do with intelligence or with your worth as a human being. It's time to get over that. Okay. It does have something to do with your personal hygiene. I just want it to be known that and, <laughs> and, and Mr. Wolf, Mr. Wolf never plays black women on the show. This is oh. a joke. <laughs> it has something to do with your personal hygiene and your propensity oh. towards mass murder. I, I, I've mentioned about um, in the past that uh, That's learned behavior, that certain things... What, mass, uh, mass murder? Mm. It's learned behavior. Mm. How do you, how'd you get I to don't that? Know. I don't know. I mean, it's from the hate that they've learned. Nah, mass, or, mm, or the hate mm. that you gave. Dog life, mm-hmm. or gift. Mm. But anyway, man, um, I've spoke about uh, my thoughts on those who are homosexuals, and uh, where it has come from. Go on, what, do you mean? Keep going. I, just, I don't know where we ready to get there, but keep going. <laughs> nah, nah, because you said um, just a minute ago. Well, let me start again. I think that there are certain um, people whether you're a murderer, whether you're a homosexual, whether you're a paedophile, uh, the intelligent people, those people who have um, a certain way and mannerism about them. I think that it comes from a line of people hundreds of thousands of years ago. And things like um, twins, it skips a generation. And so you're I think, saying it's in the DNA? I think some things are in the DNA, yes. I would say... I think some things I, are in the DNA. I, would I think say, some murderers are born murderers, man. I would say, no, there is science to this, yeah? So 
what it is is that people are born with predispositions to things mm. and dependent on the stimulus in certain vulnerable parts of their life is dependent on which type of person they uh, turn out to be as adults. So for example, they have identified something what they call, I think it's the, is it maniac or something? Maniac or psychopath gene or whatever it is, which is a certain set of behavior. You know, like people that are, don't don't care or they have less empathy or what have you or they seem to have less empathy the people say oh yeah they're quite quite cutthroat and they're cold. quite yeah and quite cold and those people tend to end up being ceos mds and quite powerful people politicians and all the rest of it and they have this kind of behavioral type and they found that the uh chemical imbalance or chemical balance in your brain is determinant of certain predispositions and these people all had the same type of brain activity and the same hormonal levels mm-hmm. of a certain hormone, mm-hmm. which makes them more likely to be either the CEO cutthroat MD type or uh, psychopath killers. Yeah. So they, they, when they did the, the analysis, they did analysis of people that are on death row and then they did analysis of people that are in like the top corporate. Okay, that's why I think that some people are born gay. So, no, okay, so I, let's go I back to the murder thing because I don't care about the gay thing so much on, the, on this particular bit. Yeah. Should we be putting them in prison then? This is, the, uh, this is part of a broader conversation. Because so it's against the law. Yeah, but here's the but, thing. But you're, saying that you're, you're saying that you can't help it. Yeah, that's the thing. And, and I think when... I think we're not allowed to come to that conclusion that these people can't help it because once we do that, we can't put them in prison anymore. But even if they can't help it, it doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do. No, it's not about whether it's right or not. It's about the fact that people are born with a predisposition towards something. So it means that uh, depending on what's happened in their life up until that point is depending on whether or not they're likely or more likely to do that thing, which then takes it away from being um, that they are necessarily malicious or deliberately malicious in any particular way. They have a predisposition predisposition towards it some people have addictive personalities if they become addicted to something you can't then say you shouldn't have become addicted to that thing they've got an addictive personality it's one of the predispositions that they have like it's a problem that they've got it's a it's not but it's what they it's like saying addicted to isn't it yep yeah, there's that but then it's just like saying you want to get vexed at somebody who limps because they limp they've got a genetic defect or whatever it is that means that they limp. one of their legs is longer than the other or something. So they have a natural limp and you want to be vexed at them because they've got a natural limp. But it's not their fault. But can you fix the limp? You could do, but then so that's a different killer fish. I don't know how we managed to get this, into this from this little girl that no, was smiling because, at me. No, <laughs> because um, we're talking it's psychology. about race, isn't it? It's and, psychology. And in, in one hand, what Jane Elliott is saying is that you have to learn to be racist. You get me? And in on another hand, what we are saying here in this conversation that there's some things within your DNA that can um, bring out certain behaviours. All right. Can I, can I jump from that same thing to go on to something else? Because Georgette was putting something on uh, Twitter the other day. Shout out Georgette. Just That's a tip, tip pod. Um, and she was saying, she asked men questions. She was asking men the question basically. And I don't know if any of the rest of you saw it. So I'm going to ask you the same question. Yeah? What was that? If you were walking behind a woman yeah, and yes. the woman kept looking back at you, yeah. looking back, looking back, looking back, and you could see that she was kind of feeling a bit uneasy at the fact that you was walking behind her. I done it last week. Yeah? Yeah. What would you do? Um, it depends. I, I would maintain my pace 
So you wouldn't change anything. You'll just continue walking. I'll just continue walking. And it sounds bad, but in my mind, I'm going to give you the pathology behind it now. In my mind, if I alter my walk now, it then gives credence to the idea that she was having in her head. Because it's like, oh, so now that I looked at him, he knows that I know that he's whatever. So now he's doing that. So I'll continue. It's happened to me before. I'll Mm. continue walking at the pace that I'm walking at. I won't make any form of contact or anything. I'll just keep going. It's happened to me. It happened to me twice in one week once. And I was like, what thing? Woman turned around looking at me, looking at me, looking at me, looking at me. And I'm like, I'm not going to start behaving differently now. I'm going to keep walking. And she pulled over to the side, pretended like she needed to do something. And then like within four steps, she's already now walking behind me. And I'm like, Okay, I don't give a shit because you know what I'm saying to you, I'm not following you. But mm-hmm. I think if you change your behavior, it can potentially make it worse. So I just change, I just, just keep my behavior the same. Okay, so what were you, you doing, so? Uh, it happened to me just the other day. Um, I was walking uh, with my phone in my hand, looking or typing um, a message of some sorts. And at the angle that my hand was, there was a woman walking. Like you're taking a picture of her? It, I'm skirting it. It looked like. I was either taking a photo or looking at her ass, but it's, I looked, it's like, you can't, you, you couldn't have missed it. So I saw she had a jeans so you were looking on. At her bum. No, I was doing my thing on my phone, but I took a glance because it was there. Your eyes are there to see, isn't it? So I saw it. I saw the, I saw, I saw the thing and I saw the uh, ass was no, out. Yes. I but, see um, you baby. Oh my God. Look Every at time ass. I'm going to talk, is this what I'm going to get? Look at that ass. What did somebody say? Huh? What did somebody say? What do you mean? What did someone say? What made you say what you just said now? Because oh, he started singing to me. No, because you said, you said, you said the bits. Uh, okay. and, and it's happened. I've everybody all the time today. When he talks. It's it simple, simple Simon. No, it has, said, it has said, said, said his piece and he said it with flow, with no No, go on, go on, go on. No, I agree with you. No, no, I was just saying that um, I saw her bottom was there and, but that's not what I was looking at. And she turned around a couple of times to see what I was doing and it looked like I was taking a picture or it looked like I was looking. I did see it, but that's not what I was there. And okay, she, so what, and what she, did you do? And she crossed the, I didn't do anything. I just continued what I was doing, man. And that was sending a message on my phone. You said her bottom was on show? It was there. It was it, there. What do you mean? She like, had, like she was wearing a thong and nothing else or what? No. The jeans were a little bit low. And you could see a thong, yes. Okay. Yeah. So what would you do, Steph? Uh depends. Sometimes I might give him a blind and just uh, move away. Sometimes I'll do what Simple Simon says. Depends on how I feel. It's it's more about how I'm feeling than how they're feeling. Mm-hmm. But end of the day, I'm not too stressed. I'm not too worried about them because I ain't gonna do you anything. So I don't have to worry too much about your your fear because your fears are, are irrational. Are unf- not irrational. We've, just, to you. just not irrational. It's not irrational. It's the wrong mm. term. It's unfounded. Okay, so that's so, right. so I don't have to worry too much about it. Nothing's gonna happen to you from me. Worry about the next person or somebody else. Not not from okay. me. So you know. What about you? Who's you? You're the only other person here, bruv. Do I need to now be? Say my name, bitch. No. <laughs> say my name. <laughs> say my name. <laughs> no. <laughs> For your kink, no. <laughs> See my name. Um, yeah, it depends on it depends on the mood, depends on how I'm feeling. I, I might like Steph said, I might let it play. In, in an instant, I have said, "Is there a problem? Are you okay?" And I'll feed into 
not feed into the fear, but feed into the 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 fact that you're looking at me or keep turning around. I want to know why you keep doing that. Have you? Would, would, do you, do you mm. find it offending? Offended that, that she keeps thinking that you're trying to talk, do something to her? Yeah, it is offensive, but it's not though. I think it is because she automatically has an assumption of you that you're either one a predator or two um, a an perf. attacker. Yeah, a but, but, but is that unreasonable in the life that we live today, metropolitan? City? It's unreasonable. Full stop. This is not, it. It's though? not unreasonable. Why is it not unreasonable? Because if, there, if you have no intention towards that person, any malice towards that person. Not you. Yeah, but you're taking it personally. But as a woman. But it's the if the person is doing it to you, what am I going to take it as? You don't have to take it personally. Why right. not? It's to me. Because you're a man. So you just blanket yourself. So I can't with, take it personally that someone's looking at me you like can, I'm going to do but, something. But you don't have to. What you can say is that she is a woman. Which is why I will confront what, her and say, what, is there something wrong? Do you have a problem? So if you went to Chicago, would you feel the heightened sense that there's an increased possibility that you'd be shot? Yes. Okay. So you are admitting that there is a reason for you to feel like that. Because people are getting shot in Chicago. Black yeah. people. And people are getting pervs raped. and getting raped and getting people attacked. People are by pervs and people are getting raped. But it doesn't mean that I'm a pervert and I'm a rapist. Yeah, yeah but, but it doesn't mean that you're, you you're, you're going to get shot either. But you feel that. But I'm a black person and there's a high probability because I'm a black person. And, and she's a woman and, and you're a man and there's a high probability. That's, that's the point. That's she, she a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> not, not at all. <laughs> not at all. What the hell is this? Not at all. That's when man have no answer either. Yeah. You're a bitch. Surviving R. Kelly. Oh God! All right, so um, everybody has their own. <laughs> no, there's, views. there's, 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 there's two ways to it. There's not really a, a right answer to anything in that situation, because you leave her alone, everything's fine, but you still have that something in the back of your mind thinking, why was she doing that? You still have that question in your head. But but uh, but we've never been in a position where we've been looking at the bottom. Why, yeah, but if you, we if you weren't diff, none looking of us at the bottom, well, if you were looking at the bottom, then yeah, you're looking at the bottom, mm. and she has every reason to be upset because I'm like yeah, looking at the bottom. But if you're not, you mind your own business. That's separate from I'm I'm fearing an, an attack. It's different from you're giving me lecherous looks because I've been caught looking at something, and then I've, you just have, have to just have to like yeah, okay, it's a, like, a lecherous look could lead to an attack. Well. No, but uh, I've been I've been in that position many a time. You know, y'all like it. Yeah, been, one time Fuck I've been no. in a position enough times when I've looked at a bottom and I've been cool. Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about your money, your own business. You're just walking. Okay, well, my I, to be honest with you, my biggest anxiety, uh, obviously because I work in an office, is getting on the elevator and there's only one woman on the elevator. Are oh, you like little white girl in um black black? Yeah. <laughs> no, but in real in like real life, yeah, I think we've all had that. Yeah, and you see them going to the corner. You, so, bruv, sometimes, sometimes I go in the corner. Sometimes bro. I will leave the elevator. Wow. I will leave it because I don't need it. I don't need mm. it at all. Man will do the Blair Witch Project and just stare into the corner. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just turn, turn and face. Turn and face. It's not worth it, bro. You know what? That, 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 in fact, let me not even say it because it's, <laughs> Why? Uh, because I think we're going to hell for that comment still to this day. Which one? When you, every time somebody mentions somebody sitting, looking in the corner, I always remember the, the episode where Steph said that, that he would <laughs> say, What's in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what a disabled person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, 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 you're definitely going to hell for that, bro. But anyway, that's, 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 another, that's another thing. And putting the brakes on so they can't turn around. Actual tears, bro. No, that was wrong. <laughs> You're a wrong. You're a wrong for that. Wolf. 
Yeah. I said, yeah. I said, oh no, I'm even, I'm my whole thing about what happened. I don't care about me no more. Don't, no, really. Wow. So I said basically in this, almost the same thing like what you kind of said, but I, I said, I'll, if I could, I would pass them. But if I can't, then I'm just carrying on my pace because I walk so slow. Yeah. Like, I mean, I walk so slow. Even if I did pass them, by the time I blink, she's already gone past me. So I don't have this problem because women, women tend to walk faster than men. I, I know it's, they tend to walk a lot faster than men do. Or maybe I'll just notice that women walk faster than men. I don't know. Because whenever I'm walking, a woman will always walk past me. And by the time I blink, they're like a silhouette in the in the thing. They're already gone. They're really far. Most people walk that much faster than me that I don't really catch them. But if I can, I'll walk past them just to try and put their mind at ease at some point. But the fact that women even had this question, the men had this answer, shows you how it is in society that we already have this knowledge that women are worried about us walking behind them. Yeah. So what if it's the other way around? Well, if a woman's walking behind me, yeah, I've had that as well. Um, I generally get quite paranoid when white people are walking behind me. Why? <laughs> Why? Huh? Behind you? Why? Yeah, well, I don't you, know. What you think they're gonna shank you? I've, I just think they might steal something. I genuinely well, I feel like me. that. I don't know. Like, like they Af- got Reebok classics on, like Africa. You know, <laughs> they might just steal it. <laughs> they might just steal <laughs> Africa. Well, I'm not. No, but I generally do. Like even when I'm on the um, underground and I'm going up the escalators or whatever. Sometimes I don't walk up the escalator. Sometimes I'll stand on the other side. When like, especially white people. Actually, when white people stand up behind me, I, I'm I'm normally wear a backpack, so I'm like. I'm wondering whether my backpack is getting dipped down. I think that's one of my biggest problems. What's that? The fact I'm so oblivious that the f- around about things that's going on around me. No, nah, when I'm walking, when I'm walking, when I'm in a club, it's a completely different situation. I'll go to a corner and I'll watch everything. But when I'm just walking on the street, it's like I'm oblivious to what's going it's on. It's because you're concentrating on the walk. You walk like Fat Boy Slim. Leave my alone, man. <laughs> you do the, the way that I get you that video? right here, right there. That is the walk that this man does, boy. So I'm oblivious and, and, yeah, and I concentrate way too much on the fact I'm walking. Yeah, exactly. like I concentrate on it a lot. Because I'm so, I got this thing about the fact that I walk so slow, yeah, and I and I have it really, really bad now. So you're afraid you might fall over. No, I just always wait. <laughs> I'm always watching to see, like I'm trying to find ways to try and walk faster because it's like I don't understand how I walk so slow. Like it's been putting my brain so bad how badly I walk so slow. It's like I can't do anything but think about that now when I walk in. And well, then I start feeling walk faster. Then I try, but it's like I, I can't walk any faster. It's like <laughs> if I'm gonna walk faster, I'm gonna start running. Like it, it, there is no other way for me to walk fast. And sometimes I wonder is it my trousers? Got, is this the problem? I've got uh, two speeds. <laughs> Slow and run. I just yeah. got two speeds. No, seriously. It's like I've, sometimes I wonder is it my trousers? Like all these things. Is it my trainers? Is it my trousers that I'm wearing? Are they too? That they don't give me enough room to make my legs uh, uh, get yeah. wider. I do not understand. And it's, I constantly think about it. Like I don't know if you've got these things that you constantly think about. That's irrational or whatever they call it. But mm. that is one of the things I constantly think can about. I, can I ask you a question? That's weird. Man. Yeah, what on. is the problem with the speed you're walking at normally then? I just think it's too slow. It must be too, too slow. Yeah, too slow for what? Because everyone else walks no, so no, no, much no, no, faster. No, 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 my question. It's too slow for what? What is what is your life? How is it depleting your life that my speed is a five and everyone's walking my at a seven, eight, nine? My speed is different from your so, speed. So what difference does it make you walking uh, maybe, at five Maybe it's life? my competitive nature, the fact that I'm always behind people annoys me. <laughs> like literally somebody <laughs> will walk past me. So let's say that... <laughs> Walk past me. They walk past me. Yeah, and they, and, and I look up and they are literally a silhouette, and I just don't understand why. Because they walk faster than me. Yeah, but why does everybody in the world walk faster than me? Because Hulk smash. I, I don't know if because of my my knees or what. I just I don't know what it is. I think it's your techers. because you do you have a. If you were to look at an efficient per, a, a person person walking efficiently, 
their body movements are less than yours, if that makes sense. Like they would have a very, the pattern would be very uh, sharp up, down, like with legs, whereas you, your, your walking pattern, a lot, you use a lot of your body to walk, if that makes sense. You waddle. I walk like Kaiser Soze, <laughs> man. You no. walk like Kaiser Soze, yeah, you use but, a lot but, of your before, body to walk. Before he, before he fixed his foot. It's like I don't understand it, and it's really a really a bad. Thing. Maybe it's one of those things I need to go to therapy about to talk about the no, fact. No, it could I be. Walk, it could I, can't be. Walk, I can't walk it faster than other people. My missus doesn't help people because yeah. she likes to tell me about it all the time. Knees or so slow. Knees and ankles. So Catch up, come on. Hurry no, up. she does because she walks so fast and I walk so slow. Knees and knees or ankles. I'm a fast walker, boy. I'm the, I'm the same as you. I stroll. I don't. I don't think. I'm not worried about my speed. Yeah, you walk quite slow as well. I, yeah, I'm a stroller. Yeah. Maybe, it's a, maybe it's a hackney thing. I walk slow too. My missus walks fast. It's a ha- I think it's a hackney thing. I've always strolled. I don't know. I, I just don't, if she walks fast, I walk relatively slow. I'm just, I'm just saying. If I, don't, if I don't, if I try to walk anything above a certain pace, my knees start popping. Literally, like I'll be walking here. So, Hala, do you, do you compensate for your time because you walk slow? Like, do you leave early? I leave early regardless because mm. I don't like to be late places. So, like to get to work, I'll leave three trains before I'd have to actually get to work on time. But that allows me to then walk into work instead of having to get a train into work. Okay. Or troop sorry, I should say, or whatever I get. Okay. Mr. Wolf. I'm reloaded. You got a couple of questions? Listener questions? Uh yeah, let me see if I can dig them out. Um this is from looking at women. Mm, no, I was actually looking at maps of women. No, I was looking at a woman earlier. I'll talk about that maybe later. Um, it's not right to look at another man's spouse or wife. You know what I mean? It's not good. Why was you doing that? No. Nah, because his woman is fantastically, amazingly beautiful. I find so you're going to go and perv on another man's wife? Is he allowed to slap you in the face for that? Do you know him? Yes. I don't know him. Then no. look at his wife, man. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Look at his wife, man. Are you happy if somebody was looking at your wife? If I, what, if I don't know them? Mm. Yes. Yeah, what do you want? It's around here. I'm looking at their wife. Your arm and knee and well, I'm, I'm my own wife. So everybody's looking, man. You have eyes to look. I'm looking it's at your wife. I'm my own wife. All of that stuff, man. I'm not, I'm not trying to mess anybody's home. I'm but just acknowledging that. beauty. That's all. Yeah. Look at my wife. I'm looking at your wife. What kind of swingers behaviors is this? <laughs> <laughs> Tell your friends to get with my friends. Yeah, we could be, be friends. friends. Imagine any hedonism. No, nah, man. Just look, looking is fine. Yeah. I don't get all this complaining over looking. Um, How would you turn down somebody if they came to approach you and your wife for swingings? For, tell them no. <laughs> Uh, would you say? Would you be like no? Or would you be like no way? Jose, no, no, not today. I don't think. Um, would you look at the wife first? Uh, w- hmm. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> you know that there's that film. What's what's the name of that film where he spends uh, where he gives his woman away for a million dollars? Indecent proposal. proposal. I still haven't seen that film actually. Haven't you? Let me watch that tonight. You know that you it's said what, that what? everything's got a price in it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do a million dollar man when you say Ted that DiBiase <laughs> Ted DiBiase boy. the other day he was, he was back on wrestling the other day actually Ted DiBiase oh, no, so basically, be watching basically, wrestling again, basically there's know? like a 24 hour I heard a Stone Cold come back as well there was like a one day where they all came back basically okay. they did like a reunion thing Stone Cold had one speech at the end it was wicked but anyway yeah Who? Uh, Stone Cold, Stone Cold okay. but um Basically, on that night, there was there's a there's a, a title called twenty four hour title where you have to defend it twenty four hours a day. Doesn't matter where you are, like you, you could be here now, somebody could run in and pin you and take the belt and run off. Basically, yeah. 
There'll be a referee that come up somewhere, they'll pin you and you run off. It's the purge. I <laughs> love this shit. You know? so so funny, boy. So the wrestling version of the purge. So it, it, men can win it, women can win it, don't make it make a difference. So on that day, on that night, old man, two old men won it, like really, really old, like eight-year-old men won it. And a woman. A, a woman, two women won it. So yeah. one woman won it, and then the, another woman beat that woman to take the title. And then she went to go and uh, do some hosting or whatever, because she was one of the hosts. And then the million dollar man came out, Ted DiBiossi, let's give him the real name. Money, money, money. Came out money, and he money. said to him, said to the woman, I don't want to fight you for the belt. I'll pay you for it. <laughs> Gave her the money, took the belt. And then it gave me great pleasure. Has he, has he been what, about? Then, what's, the, what's his slogan? What's his slogan? Everyone's got a price. Everybody's got a price. For the million dollar man. The only man to have a full-blown slave in, in wrestling, it was all right enough. <laughs> That's another... You know, one day we just need to do the things that happened before in during our actual lifetime. That was okay. That, that could never happen to ever happen. Do you remember when he, when he stepped his shit and he told Virgil to clean it? Clean my boots. Clean my boots. Virgil, yeah. you know. Sorry. Um, and you, and, then he did that, and there was an uprising. Sorry, there was an uprising for Virgil where he turned on his master. Yeah, you yeah, remember this yeah, thing? Yeah, 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 And his son came into wrestling as well. Didn't he? Yeah, yeah, his son. His son, yeah, I think yeah. son um, he might have been died, you know. Oh, snap. All these wrestlers died, man. I can't remember if his son's died. Everybody yeah, dies. Yeah, man. The worst one was the one from Canada. He killed his wife and his yeah, Chris child, Benoit. man. Chris Benoit. Yeah, Chris and then he Benoit, killed yeah. himself. Mad. Chris with, with the wrestling move as well. But anyway, the, go, go did, to your, What? He used his, yeah, he used he his finishing move to kill him. Oh, my God. He was he was he was, he was mentally traumatized, didn't it? He had some mental issues, but anyway, to, to kill your family before you kill yourself, yeah, standard, yeah. But to do it with your flipping wrestling move, man, that's crazy. But anyway, divine, divine, divine has got a show somewhere on Facebook, and she listens to our um, podcast every now and then, and she just put a um, topic for us to talk on, and Stavros said that he can put some bones on the topic, right? There's something else I've been talking to on the the, the, the timeline. Yeah, about. so she says that we should talk about surviving trauma, that it's a deep topic. So I asked her to put some meat on the bones and she hasn't got back to me. But okay. Rightly, she's so. All right. <laughs> so, fine. Before everyone get All right, surviving trauma. Mm-hmm. Has anyone been through any trauma and felt they've, they've had to survive it at any, at any point before I go into my... my, my the trauma my, comes my, in my different Twitter. shapes and sizes, isn't it? All right, now I'll talk about myself quickly. I've had the trauma of being in an abusive relationship, which I believe I got over. I had the trauma of having a brother uh, passing away at a youngish kind of age, and I believe I've got over that. And I don't feel I've had any serious trauma outside of that. I've had your your normal teenage angst, which I had, which I got over that as well, fortunately. So I see, I see myself as as quite blessed. There, are, I have ups and downs in my life, but I'm, I'm at the stage I'm in now. And for the last decade, I'm kind of even kill. And I understand that life is not always going to go the way you plan. Things are not always going to happen the way you you want them to, but you just deal with it. And because I'm blessed in many other facets of my life, maybe there's other people that don't have the blessings I have. I have many, many, many blessings. So when I do have these these dips in life, I just look at it like, well, that's a dip. As a big big scheme of things, I'm winning. So I'm always winning. So So for me, the way I've got over trauma is just I've just been fortunate enough to be able to separate my mind at some point not necessarily during the situation but after the situation and for the majority of my life since 30 plus is i am able to take the isolated incident 
whatever it may be. Surviving R. Kelly. Of some sort of trauma and take that away from the rest of my life and say, if you look at it and you balance it out, you're, you're still winning, 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 winning. And so that's just a dip. Nobody's life is perfect. There you go. That's Stavros. Quick, easy, bing, bang, boom. Um, Simple Simon's probably very much the same. I've had a couple of traumas, I guess. Uh, nearly died um, twice. Lost uh, about three cousins in one Christmas. And then two more afterwards. Lost two children. Uh, but the same thing you said, like, the other, the other things that are blessed in their life are blessed in a way where other people can't can't say that that's their a, part, a normal part of their life and it's a normal part of mine like much of my family is still together mm. um, certain generations of my family are still alive as well mm. um, they're all about their faculty we, we meet up regularly we have a good relationship there's no real hatred in the family and all them kind of things like some of the things that you know, you take for granted that other people don't have. So mm-hmm. when when you weigh it all up, like you, like Stav says, I'm I'm still winning as well. So as much as I don't know, I don't know if I'm the right the right one to speak on surviving trauma, so to speak. You know what I'm saying to you? It's a bit much. Mm, I don't know. You've had trauma and you've come through it. There's a lot of people that. Oh I no, think, life is shit, but it's blessed at the same time. Yeah, you know I mean, but there's a lot of people who are not built like us. So um, something that you have gone through. Mm. it may be too much for somebody and they may think that this is as far as they can go and suicide is their next option. So let me ask you so, something. Do you, do you really think that things are too much for people or do you believe in the saying that, uh, what is it? God doesn't give you more than you can handle or whatever it is. That, like that is the same. Yeah. Do you believe that God doesn't give you more than you can handle or do you believe that sometimes the shit can be a bit too deep? Um, yeah, I mean, it depends. I mean, I do think that God doesn't give you more than you can handle, so then, per- personally. But I think it that then depends on the individual. It depends on their strength in faith. It depends on the, so many different other factors. You know what I mean? So if you're going to bring God into the equation, do you actually have a relationship with God? So you know, so that's what I believe with myself. Um, I don't think it counts for everybody. Okay, you know. Um, but yeah, I've I've had to deal with things. I think everybody has. I mean, I could have had maybe three more kids, you know, mm. um, delayed miscarriages. Unfortunately, you know, family members that have passed away. I had uh, serious issues um, in a previous relationship. And I look at that and to me, that was really traumatizing. But then at the same time, I look at, a friend or a friend of a friend who tell me their story and it's a hundred times worse than my trauma. Do you know what I mean? And that's why I say that I am blessed. I, I, I was speaking to a lady not too long ago and she's... Um, Behold. Yeah, she lost, she lost three members of her family last year. She lost her auntie, um, her mum's um, sister. Yeah. And she lost her grandma. mm and her mum's sister's daughter, her cousin. So yeah. it was her grandma, her auntie, and her cousin. And the auntie that passed away, um, her daughter died at her funeral. The auntie that passed away, her, her daughter died. 
at, at her funeral. mother's funeral. Jesus. Have you told us yeah. about this? Right. I think I might have sent the article in, in the group oh. and um, her daughter was only 11 years old. Oh. Yeah, so yeah, it wasn't I'm a granddaughter. And, and when you hear stories like that, you just think, man, you know, I'm blessed. You know what I mean? I thank God for the small and for the massive things. So in terms of surviving trauma, I just think that it depends on the um, people that you have around you. And not everybody has good, strong people around you to, to lift you up. And that's why some people go into deep, deep, deep depression. And um, it takes a lot to get out of that depression. And some people don't. It might not. It might not even be about the people around you. It could just be that that is your, like you were talking about, your trigger. That no, it's just your organic makeup is to be a depressed kind of person. So you you could have brothers going through exactly. Let, let's say their parents die in a car crash, so but they have exactly the same family. They have the same friends. They're twins, mm. but one of them just takes it much worse than the other. It's like that. One of them, it's just inbuilt in them to not be able to deal with it as well as the other person. Mm-hmm. So it's not always about external factors. Sometimes it's about the internal. So depression is, would be a mental thing uh, most of the time. Not necessarily, oh, I just didn't have anybody around. I didn't have anyone to talk to. I didn't have good friends. I didn't have good family. Could be that. I did have all of that stuff. But but just my DNA says mm. that my mechanism to responding to these kind of things is like that. You should call it the DNA episode or something like that. Got loyalty and royalty inside, inside my, my DNA. DNA. I do oh, like that lyric. Trust me. What are you saying, Webs? That's a um, one bar, isn't it? Do you know what? I don't know. I, 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 well, I, I know, but I was going to just question the saying, God doesn't give you more than you can handle. Not wanting to take this on the religious road, but if we're created in his likeness and created like him, then we should be able to handle anything, right? But we can't because most people call it quits. Check out. So, most. Yeah. I don't think most people. <laughs> it's not it most people. people. Very few people call it quits. You think so? Yeah, because if, you most, people, suicide? if most people did, then the population would be finished. But then there's people that just die anyway. Yeah, people die anyway, but you'll say that most people check out. Mm. Like, as in... Everybody dies. Yeah, everybody dies. When I say most people check out, I don't just mean necessarily mean necessarily mean suicide. Oh, their brains just say can't take anymore. Oh, Click later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. It makes it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at that saying, so it makes that point uh, questionable. Um, surviving trauma for myself. Yeah, everybody around the table knows I've been through a lot. There's a lot you don't know that I've been through. Um. But yeah, you just take every day as it comes. Why don't you tell us? Because um, I don't want to. Bitch. I don't know why you tell us on the podcast, they don't tell us in private. Basically. No, what, I'm just making a statement. What you're saying is no, like, saying, and in regards to no, surviving was, uh, it trauma. Was, it was no, a joke. Was I'm a joke. saying, I don't know why you would tell us now if you haven't told us in private. That's what I'm saying. And again, I say I'm just making a statement. No, exactly. Just, just it, carry on. I made a joke. He went and down he some roads. Took it further, yeah. which is yes, no point. But looking at your face is dramatic. So it is. But you survive it, though, right? Like <laughs> surviving R. Kelly. <laughs> Can you play that bit? You're going to hell. Huh? Which bit? I want to hear it again. What bit? <laughs> The Rick Ross line. Yeah. Rick Ross line. <laughs> no reason for the line. Bro, <laughs> you, you, you got the auxiliary code, bro. <laughs> no reason for the line, bro. You're all going to hell, you know. Yeah, but we all know we've got things. our VIP places there. So I'm good. going to heaven, fam. Are you going to heaven? You think so? <laughs> Are you sure? 
I don't think I'm going to heaven, you know. And I'm, I did it. Oh, she's turned up. I didn't tell you to be there. I'm, I'm happy that the rest of you won't be there. No, up. I'm seriously, I'm not going to heaven. And I think I've come to to be all right with it. You know what I'm saying? I've come to accept it now. We're all exposing trauma, man. I mean, you just, you just brushed past his web slinger's trauma, man. He was, he was actually... That's the best way to deal with his trauma. D- 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 you know. To brush past it, yeah. yeah. What's the name of the song again? Big Time. Time spelled like a black person would spell it. Go on, bro. <laughs> Yeah, uh, look, every day you get up and you're thankful because you've taken that breath. You, you survived the night. It's fine. You know I mean, I make it through the day and I'm all good, man. I'm, I don't I'm, think people will think I'm like blessed. that. I most, think you think people, like that. Most people don't think like that. There's probably a lot of people that don't think mm. like that. I do. Yeah, I, well, you got reasons to think like that yeah. more than more than others. But um, sometimes I wonder how I woke up. You know, you, you, you're awake and you're just like, I made it. Actually, me and you have to give thanks. I, I, I give thanks every day for those kind of yeah. things because a lot of people die. A lot of people sleep. die in their sleep. I wake up and take a shit Standard. and go to work. That's, <laughs> that's, that's your, that's your giving I, thanks. I'm, I'm, I'm like you, simple one wolf. Yeah, you do a mantra every day. I take the blessings. I take the blessings when they come. I don't look them in the eye and it just happened. Nah, nah man. man. I take every blessing, yeah. all of them, and mm. that's why I, I collect it up and I add them up. These are my Pokemon balls. And they could be the smallest things. I don't think I do But they, they, mean, they can mean a lot to most people. Might not mean much to you or you or you or you. But there'd be someone that the smallest thing. Like just greeting someone. They're saying, hello, hi, how are you today? You okay? That could have changed their life. I don't think that I, I take my blessings at all. You, you don't? No. You, you take them for granted? No, he yeah. just takes a shit instead. You just don't, you just don't, don't acknowledge them? Well, no, I, I, don't, I don't acknowledge them. I don't acknowledge them unless they're a big thing, potentially. I, you know what? I, I, I was at that stage at one point, and then when you do that, you kind of start to miss the joy of the world. I don't have much joy in the world. This is what I'm saying to you. <laughs> this is what this is this is exactly the point I'm making. You start to miss the joy of the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, maybe this is. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not the type of person that wakes up in the morning enthusiastic about the fact that not not that I'm woken up or whatever, but that there's a blessing out there for me. If that makes sense. No, I don't. I, I say that I wake up, and as long as you do the the auto test to make sure all your functions are functioning mm. and everything's functioning all right, and you know that your situation hasn't become worse overnight, I'm I'm grateful for that. I'm like, yeah, I'm grateful for certain things. I don't know what it is. I'm just not, I maybe for, maybe because I'm comparing myself to others. Maybe I shouldn't compare myself to others. Happen- but, but you can. No, I'm talking about with your how you people see your blessings or whatever. Yeah. And then you should understand that you're more blessed than most people you No, I'm talking about how you look, see your blessings. Maybe the way I look at my blessings is okay. Maybe I should be okay with the way how I receive my own blessings or how I feel about my own blessings. No, you are blessed. You do realize that. I know that I'm blessed, but I just don't feel like I have to outwardly express the fact that I'm blessed. No, you don't have to express no, it. you don't have you to. You just have to understand it in your own head. But I don't, mm. I, yeah, I know that I'm blessed, but I wouldn't, I'd have to think about it. I wouldn't wake up in the morning and just know I ain't blessed. I would think about, oh, I'm, this has happened. It's nice. What's there to think about? The fact that I'm blessed. But you know that you're blessed. But I you know that I'm blessed because somebody would ask me, am I blessed? And I'll say to myself, yo, yo, yeah, if I think about it, yeah, of course I'm blessed. But I'm not waking up in the morning and saying to my, thinking to myself, I am blessed. I am blessed. You know that? You know it's coming. At uh, one point. I, I am blessed. I, I, Every day. I, I, had, I was thinking of schoolboy Q blessed. I, I I had a period of time when my daughter was like born and that that was a a, a massive time of appreciation for me because obviously I'd been through the two late 
uh, stillbirth thing. You know what I'm saying to you? So you get to a stage where the pregnancy isn't a blessing anymore. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, it's true. It's true. you spend your whole time saying, yeah, you know, you want to be positive and all the rest of it. But because you've had like two in a row now, this one, you're like, am I allowed to, am I allowed to be too excited about it just in case mm. it don't happen? You know what I'm saying to you? It's, uh, it's, uh, it's mad. So with that, you kind of like afterwards, it's like, all right, she's born now. And then every day becomes a thing now because it's like, all right, she survived another one. She survived another one. And if she if she has a cold or, or she has any frailty that you identify in that time period, it's even it's even more more impactful for you. So, yeah. One day, we really do at some point need to discuss, if you're going to do that now, because I'm talking about topics. <laughs> yeah, but it's, that's the whole idea, isn't it? Random. But anyway, go on. Um, one day, I do think that we should sit uh, at one point, if we can, have an actual discussion about how men feel about uh, situations like uh, uh, miscarriages. Because obviously that's something that happens and women are the main focus on and how women feel about the main focus. Rightly so. Yeah. But there are uh, there are the fathers there in, in that situation. Yeah, for 100%. real. There, there is a... Um, what's, what are these things called? A... Uh, advice guidance? Advice centre, advice group for men who are dealing who or who have dealt with uh, miscarriage did it what, for the men to talk with each other uh, I haven't I, I sit in the hospital a couple of times as I said it's happened to me three times unfortunately or happened to um, the mother of my kids three times it happened to um, you three times yeah yeah but that's part of the discussion in it yeah, so you're disassociating um, yourself from it in, in terms of uh, the physicality, yeah, um, it was all on her. Uh, mental, it was the both of us. Mm. So I would say, I would say it like that. Um, so yeah, there is some kind of a contact center or people that you can talk to. Uh, maybe Google is our friend that we can have a look. But yeah, I think that there's many men out there uh, who have dealt with this, or who are dealing with it, or who haven't dealt with it that don't talk about it. I would love to have I would love to have a couple of men on the show that are willing to sit down and have a conversation. That's not us. Yeah, we don't know that we don't know their partners. Why is it? Why not us? Because I would like to hear other other opinions. I've heard I've kind of I've heard bits and bobs from you guys already. I'd like to hear what other people have got to say about the situation and how they felt about it. I think I'd be kind of cold about it. I don't, I don't know if I I would probably wouldn't be the best person to talk to. Yeah, the probably guys. May, maybe because I'm you haven't dealt a, with it. Isn't it? I'm kind of a just deal with it kind of thing. Maybe, maybe. But as a man, that's how that's that's how I look at it. It's like, but it's, I think it's, that it's, especially if you're with a woman and you know you're cool, that's that's not your job. Your job with, is just with, to look after the woman. With with me personally, that's what I've done. But it doesn't stop you from talking about it. No, no, no. Talk and, about and, it. And, I'm and, not. And, so, but so they shouldn't feel. In, they shouldn't feel. They shouldn't feel anything. You about it. Just, just, no, just, I'm not saying you shouldn't feel it. anything about it. I just think that it should be like it's happening and. And then, unless it's a if it's a long term one or it's, it's still, I think that's that's a bit more. But if it's um, or if it's happened a number of times, okay, that one definitely because then just just plainly it's, then it's almost like a, it's a white me kind of thing. It's like a curse. He, yeah, you could look at it like that. Let me let me let me let me hold back on what I was saying or or uh, There are some there are many different aspects of it. I think if it's, maybe if it's happened once and it was early in the pregnancy, it's like it's your job just to look after the woman. But yeah. if it's happened multiple times. Yeah. Or it happened very late in the pregnancy. Yeah. Then, but what about like if you're, you, you've bought all the stuff and everything, and you're, you've told everybody, and boy. but what if it happened really early in the pregnancy and it's messed up your wife? 
That's and, what and you're saying just look after her, but you don't know what to do. What if that person is now a completely different human being okay, than it was before? That's your job, isn't it? You don't have to know what to do. I'm okay. not saying you can you, you can deal with every situation in terms of your partner um, changing, breaking down or whatnot. But that is that is your job. I'm not saying you, you might not even do the job well. But as long as you try to do your job, that's what I'll expect from the man. It's that's a, your job now. But it's was, a good thing to be strong for her, but who's being strong for you? He's saying that you don't need the strength. No, I think... You'd be stripped away. I think... You, oh, I think <laughs> and now I take away the power of the black. black I, I, think, I think you kind of need to. Um, and being that you're a sensitive person as mm. well. Sensitive. I think you'll find that you'll express it in a very different way. Like for me, the first time around, I was a bit more cold. And the second time around, made me appreciate how cold I was the first time around and then also showed me that I didn't really understand the gravity of what happened the first time around. That makes sense. Okay. So then it it was like a completely different experience the second time around. So for you to say that you would just be cold, I'm not saying that you might not be, but if it happen like it's if it happens in multitude, then you eventually will get broken down. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I, I can I can see how if it it happens continuously, especially if you're bang on, you want children, then yeah, it's, then it's like, um, yeah, that's because I, because I, I, I like to think that some you know, there are situations I can look at logically, yeah. And I feel that it was it is one in four, one in three p- p- women are gonna have a miscarriage, yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's it's not abnormal, it's n- it's normal as much yeah. whether you like it or you don't like it, it's, it's a normal thing to happen. So if it happens, then it's not abnormal, but if it keeps happening then that is not normal anymore. And that goes into the realm of now you can become emotionally or mentally but uh, distraught over it because this is not normal. It's, it's normal for people to die and people have that same issue. Very true. Yeah, but then I dealt with death as well. So I, as much as I'm an emotional person, I'm emotional with things that I can kind of control. With things that I can't control, I'm less emotional. <laughs> things that are out of my control, they're out of my control. And the logic part of my brain actually do, actually kicks in and says, well, there's nothing to do with you. So I kind of cry over things that when they say this, you don't cry over spilt milk. I do cry over spilt milk because it was me that spilled it. I could have not spilled it. I, I cry over things that you know. No, nah, but I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't want to use an example because I, I don't want to put it into the air. But I believe that there is certain things that are outside of your control that can happen, and it will still make you have a sensitive and emotional reaction to it. I'm not saying I wouldn't be emotional at all. I just think it's just it, I, I, maybe I'll do. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But um, as everyone's finished talking about um, trauma, well, not tra- trauma because we're talking about trauma in general, but specifically went down to to, to, to children and yeah, the yeah. loss of children. No, the other thing I've learned to appreciate as well is for me, it was traumatic losing a child when the child was before born and young or whatever, yeah? But then I imagined Imagine you have a child, you get them past all of the stages that are considered to be the most vulnerable stages. Mm. They, you manage to raise them to the point where they actually can look after themselves and they die. That, that's, that's the biggest fear of any parent. That, that, would, that, so, would, that would finish me. Um, you know, speaking in relation to that lady or the, the friend that I have and her auntie had passed away and then um, her cousin had passed away I mean that's as as close to that as what we're talking about there's many mothers and fathers out there that are losing their sons to knife crime 
you know, kids as young as like 13 and 14. No, I'm talking about, that's one level, like kids at 13, 14, that's one level. But imagine you're a parent who managed to raise a child to the age of 25, 30. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so, or they got their own children, and you you have to watch your child die, and your grandchildren. Do you understand what I'm saying yeah, to you? So that's like that's the same situation that my parents are in. So yeah, yeah. I always wonder if because my uh, our brother killed himself, how much of of it did they blame on themselves? That's what I'm saying to you. Like, how much did they feel like if I had done this differently, would they behave differently? Yeah. If I had done that differently, would he not have? Brother's torment. It's proper. Have torment. you had that conversation with your folks? I haven't. That's proper torment, bro. I don't think I've had yeah, that conversation. Yeah, kind of. I don't, I don't have these types of... I, I, don't, I try to tend not to speak too much about this type of stuff with my parents, if I'm referring to my brother. With my mum, anyway. My dad is... Just yeah, my, talk, my dad I'm not going to have this type of conversation with. But it's more... When we talk about my brother with my mum, I try to go over like the, the stories, the jokes and stuff that she can remember and the stuff like that. I tend not to dwell on the, the killing himself type thing. But so he was 20 and, and he had two children. 28. Sorry, 28. Yeah, I was 20. Sorry. Yeah. And you had three children. Yeah, so that that's <laughs> so that, that's exactly the situation that I'm talking about. That God, for me that, that, that for me is deep. That's because now as a parent, you spend so much time being paranoid about keeping your child alive. And then you get to the point where they're now responsible for the, the quality of their own life, and you I, think I, I couldn't fathom that. Man. You think I've done the jo- you think I've done the job that needs yeah, to be done. Now that you've got a child, do you look at your our brother's death differently from parents' point of view? No, I was understood as a parent. It's gonna mess you up. I did. <laughs> that does make sense. Okay, I didn't need to be have a children to to, to get that. Have a children. Yeah, I mean, I know a couple of people that have lost toddlers. You know, lost their children, and just the thought. Of it just sends shivers down my spine. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it must know, be it's, mad. It's, 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 it's such a, there's three stages. A, there's the toddler stage. Mm. There's the stage where they're teenagers, and there's the stage where they've got their own family adults, and everything. Yeah. And look, all three stages, I think, will give you a del- deliver a different type of uppercut. Do you get what I'm saying mm. to you? And and people think about the um, parents, obviously the mother and the father, and but people don't tend to touch on the siblings much that's true so you're you think about your parents obviously because they're your parents and you want to look after them but not many people talk talk about the siblings and how they have uh dealt with that level of trauma of losing a younger brother a younger sister you know or even a younger cousin that you're close with older or older cousin people don't really um um think about that and I think there are obviously focus I think groups they do. I think they do I don't yeah. think they do. Mm. I, mean, they do. I would say that my you brother's death was the most defining moment of my life I don't, well maybe I should say that they don't think about them as much I would definitely say that that is the, yeah, but the, the, the parents, most the parents is going to be the most thing I don't, my I don't know I don't know my brother's death I don't know like very well I'm sure people at the time are like, blah, 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 blah. like but it's it's I thought we all dealt with it well. It's nearly twenty years. Is it twenty years? Yeah, I think all the siblings yeah. dealt with uh, these at the time. Well. I think at the time, but I, I, I feel like I, it is the most defining moment of my life. That's when I started to, and he probably say for the worst. I don't think you dealt with it well. I think I dealt with it better than you. Why? Why not? I, I don't think I was. I don't think I. I don't think I was running around crying. I don't think I was running around doing anything. Well, yeah, you literally did. You, you beat the house down and ran out of the house. Did I? Yes. That wasn't because of the death. 
Okay, but it was that was because I, I swore blindly, blindly that there was nothing wrong with him, and I was so so adamant there was nothing wrong that when it happened, it was like it was almost a case of I, it upset me I was wrong. Well, it upset you that you was wrong that he killed himself. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think it would happen. So it's like I, I led my parents under false pretense that it didn't do nothing. But either way, it cha- it changed you. It didn't change me. You, you're gonna, well, you're, you, I don't know if that's the case. It didn't change me. All oh, right. In what way? Okay, you, you, I said all right. I'm not. I'm not fine with you. I can't tell you how you changed or how you didn't change. I'll say that. As I said, for me, it, it all the fight. The defining bit that I have with it is just that people can. You can go around doing all this stuff for other people, or you can try and be whatever you want to be for other people. Don't bother. Just do what you want. That's that's how it. That's how it changed me. That's how. I just, just do what you feel you want need to do. Do what you want to do for yourself. I give your life that way. It, it did change you. In what way? Well, you would have known him for that time. So no, but, no, I'm saying it changed you not because of whether I know him or not. It's just basic science, like yeah. But I mean, in a way that qu- it's qu- like- quantum theory suggests that if you and if you um, observe an event occurring, your observance of the event changes the event. Yeah. Well, it changed the way that you deal with others, so it must have changed you in some way. Oh. So you don't feel you deal with your parents in a different way because of what happened to your own. Oh, in what way? Okay. You tell me the way that, that, no, that I, you, that I said okay I didn't say anything else When people say okay Why is it that suddenly You're asking me a question No but you ask a question As in you think you I, actually I, think I blatantly does. know that I do Because I in what Well way, maybe though? because it's different, Because they think that I could They believe That I'm like him So as well they're concerned Yeah I don't It's annoying my, my head You don't have to put it on your head Stop hitting the thing you can I, hit. I don't know that I didn't do that Because, because you're not wearing it Can I hear it exactly <laughs> So um Yeah so I, they Because they believe that I'm like him or yeah. one of them anyway believes I'm like him. I believe that they look at me differently than the rest of them. The it, it, rest of you guys. But then that's what you said me then, isn't it? No, yeah, but I'm saying, so then I treat them differently. So I might show them. A, no, in fact, and they, okay, if you don't feel like you treat them any differently or you don't maybe uh, assure them or reassure them a little bit more than you would if, you, if that hadn't happened, then fine. As in me, like, I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. No, I don't do that at all. Because I don't, I don't have to. Because I'm not. It's the same way. It's the same thing we're talking about with people walking down the street. And I said that it, it depends on my mood. Okay, so and, do you, and, do you, and but your mood—you're one of those people that is very emotional, though. Okay. So do you not feel that strikes fear in their heart? Because if, if anyone out of if, let's be real, if before that person died and somebody asked this question, who is the most emotional person in this in the family, and who do you think would be most likely to do a mad thing? They would have said you. Yeah, but I believe that um, I deal with my emotions better than my brothers. Well, you? Yes, because I actually it, it display them. It's not that I feel that if all of us have got our heart broken, which has happened, that I might cry about it and tell everyone, and you two won't tell anybody. Yeah, I'm just using it, might not be the case. I'm just giving you an example. Yeah, so you don't have to remember. My point is the person that looks at it and says, You're crying and tell everyone. uh, Yeah, and then after after six months, saying, Yeah, that's it, it's done with me. And for somebody else, three years down the line, it's still inside them. I believe that the person that can open themselves up, cry, let things off their shoulders, you know, get it out, is the stronger person. The person that thinks, well, I'm not going to show any 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 kind of emotion, yeah, is not the strong I person. I don't, I don't agree with that. I think that's bullshit. Well, I, that's, that's truly what I feel. When I see people that they are, I, we all feel that they're going through something. They're feeling something and they don't show it. It's the same as when I say people that, are, that yeah, but sometimes you're projecting like, you're projecting that onto that person. Sometimes the person's not feeling nothing, okay, and you people because people decide that they should feel it, they're saying you're 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 you're, you're hiding something. But they're like, no, they, I'm not. But then this would be the case with me and my brother because I just said that I just dealt with it very well, and I don't think you feel that I did. I so. didn't say anything. I didn't say I don't know. Well, I, okay. did, I, I said that I think all of the siblings dealt with it well. That's right. not, isn't that what I said? Mm, yeah. Okay. So I, I didn't say that you didn't deal with it well at all. But, but for me, 
for me, I just feel that showing emotion doesn't mean weakness. I believe it's the exact opposite. So I'm not saying that there aren't people that are just cold or they, they just deal with certain things. That's fine. But if you're like that, with, not everybody can be like that with everything. Unless, okay. unless you're, what's the word when, they, when you're cold? and Psychopath. Well, that's what he said earlier. Sociopath. Yeah, I think it's sociopath. But going back to the thing we just discussed in a minute ago, you said that you would be very cold in this situation. I said I'll deal with it. Yeah, I'm I'm talking about talking to somebody else. Yeah, but then, okay, I thought you mean in the way that you would react. People people might have that same situation with you where they'll be like, we we don't believe you. Believe you you clearly you must be be, must be have uh, have an emotional reaction. Yeah, which is why why are you not displaying it? Okay, which is why I said I just feel that there are let's say there's a hundred different things you can grieve over in life: Mm -hmm. relationship, loss of life, whether it's older or younger, um, loss of a job, loss of money, all these different things. And I just feel that if you feel like you can be cold on all of them, then or you there's no emotion you show on all of them, you're either some sort of mentally you know incapacitated, or you're or you're you're faking it. So the, the, if if Fake I'm it till you make it, baby. if I'm around you for enough of those things, I've seen you go through a bad breakup. I've seen you lose a child. I've seen you um, lose a, a relative. I've seen you do all of, and there's no emotion showing with any of them. Now I just think you're either showing that emotion somewhere else or you're hiding it, like a child. So that, that, that's just how I see it. <laughs> anyway, the the reason that I that I said there's a bit I can finish it out because we're nearly done. We should be done. <laughs> Probably about three and a half hours. Isn't it? No, no, no. It's, it is two. It is two hours actually. But I just want to do this quick thing. Um, there's a there's a tweet where uh, Reggie from the Four Elements podcast, uh, previous guest, they got rejoice, rejoice. Um, there's a tweet going around, and she, it was a dude that sent a message with a picture of oh. some, some chips and a plantain and an egg, and a and a and a. What the hell happened there? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hello? Whoa. Is that you? We're all gone. Yeah, we're all gone. Ah. Someone pull out the plug. No, his foot hit the plug. But the thing was actually still working. Yeah. Wow, that's mad. Whoa, whoa, that's whoa, gone again. whoa, whoa, whoa. Push the plug in, man. God damn. Hulk smash. All right. Um. Yeah, it was... Uh, he said, oh, he came for a visit and I served him this breakfast and he shed tears. I asked why the tears and he said in my 31 years of dating I'm going to assume he meant 31 years of life this is my the first time a lady will do this to me and the way you served it so clean I wasn't hungry but now I am and then hashtag ladies can you, we can do better don't worry about that but um, Reggie said he's a fucking loser basically <laughs> and I said I don't he's think a, he, a man he, is a loser he's a loser for what because, he, because the woman's uh, uh, the, let's say the plate of food that was served I'll show you the picture nobody seems to think that it was, it's that big a deal, which I all agree with. It's not the biggest deal in the world. It's chips and, and plantain. Which I don't understand go together anyway. Yeah, anyway, you can he see. put plantain and chips together anyway. With egg. Yeah. How are you busted to use that? Bro? Anyway, but the fact anyway, is, go on. as far as he's concerned, as far as the woman's concerned, she cooked him a nice meal. And as far as the man's concerned, sweet lap plantain. He was cooked a nice meal. <laughs> sweet she's not plantain. Nigerian, is she? I don't know, bruv. She can't be. But Nigerian. the fact of the matter is, oh. she, could, she could very much be Nigerian. Please. Yeah. No. For that, I've seen people eat chips and, and stew. She could very much be Nigerian. Nah, bruv. Um, Not my. Word. Do you think a man is weak or a loser for crying over the fact that a woman has cooked him a good meal, and in his whole life, he's never had a woman that's in his eyes treated him well? And so he's crying. He, he, a, a tear went down his eye. He said, "You know, this is this is 
beautiful. I've never had this before. I've, never, he, I've never had a woman cook for me. Does he wear tight jeans? Does his mum not cook for him? No, you lot can't say that because his life experience might be that it's never happened to him before. So no one has ever cooked Forget for him. Forget his mum, man. You, 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 don't, you don't count your mum as... You, as, you, you, as take, you, take, you take it for granted because it's happened to you. They said it, no one's ever done it for well, me Well, maybe before. he ain't yeah. got no, no mum in it, huh? Maybe, right, maybe well, he's right. I'm asking wolves. a question. Maybe Mowgli. I, I don't know the he's person's life. So I'm just, I'm he just, didn't even tell Shere Khan didn't cook. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> Take the pork clout food, pussy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Why yeah. Shere Khan Jamaican though? The Joker. He must be though. Shere Khan, come on, let's be real. He's West Indian at least, isn't it? <laughs> Is it not Indian? Huh? Is it not Indian? Nah, 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 nah. It can't be Indian. Right, I'm saying you take it for granted. It's from Trinidad. Because it's happened to you. But for him, it might be something, can it? It might be a it might be it might be something that he's never experienced for real. Like no woman's ever done that for him. So it don't matter. It's not it's not so much about what's been cooked now. So it's when he's gone to the calf, ain't a woman served him a plate. Oh, it's, it's not it's, There you go, love. <laughs> it's not about <laughs> <laughs> she gave me the full fry up. Jump back in the next. Basically, let me let me let me try no, make it as quick. Oh no, let's see. Because, yeah, because we've, we've nearly run out. Yeah. Yes. He was he was getting mocked all yes. over the place. It wasn't just her. Everybody was mocking this dude, and I was trying to defend it. And it's like I realized there's no point because everybody's mocking him. <laughs> Everyone's. Getting, do you feel it was? Um, Outside of the fact that it can be mocked, we all understand it can be mocked. Yeah, any man laughing over, I mean, crying over anything like that. Why did the woman come to put it, it on Twitter mocked. to get him mocked? All right, don't worry. That's a separate question. Do you feel that there are situations where is a valid, valid response to shed a couple of tears for somebody doing something like that? No, I think that if your woman presents a threesome to you, it could shed a tear. No. I'd be angry at that. Of course you would. We know that you would, but certain man. <laughs> would you show the third party the ring? <laughs> no, no, no. That'll be a that be a situation. <laughs> so Mr. Wolf is a maybe, Wahala's a no. Well, no, I'm not crying. Okay, so you're a no. Not you, but you can, all right, and fine. There's no, things no. that you can't cry over if somebody does something that is, I don't know, maybe something like you've told them my mum never, like I could see, see, the food thing for me wouldn't work. But let's say that I had said something like, when I grew up, I always wanted, I don't know, I always wanted a fire engine and I never got a fire engine. I always wanted it. My parents could never afford it, blah, blah, blah. It was one of the only things I ever wanted. Maybe it was a story I told like, a couple of years into the relationship and I've forgotten about it. And then later on in life, this girl came with a fire engine or maybe bought me a real life fire engine that I could drive or something to say, look, I know that your parent couldn't get you the fire engine, but I got it for you. I might decide to show the tear. I won't, but I can understand anyone, why somebody would. Has anyone seen that video on social media of the man buying a truck for his dad? Yeah, I saw it. To me, that was kind of emotional still. Now, <laughs> we, reason, uh, part, partly because... You can tell that the man is not bathing in but the this is the, money. But this but, is the point, but, but, though. This is what I'm saying. And, and he obviously saved his money and bought his dad a truck that wasn't expensive, but it was one. That it was a nice truck, though. That his but, dad needed. But can I just say that that was in America? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that, the um, the one in Britain with the African version? No. So the son bought his dad a Mercedes. Okay. And, and unlike hold on, the, hold on. A Mercedes. Mercedes Benz, yeah. Mercedes and unlike Mercedes. And unlike <laughs> the Americans who are very. Uh, I would say American people are very open with their emotions and they're very intact with their emotions. And you know, if they have t- happy about something, they'll show it. The African dad did it. Wow. Thank you. 
Then he shook his son's he shook, hand. He shook his son. <laughs> Did wow. it hug him? He shook his son's hand. Wow. Cut this. Wow. There was no tears. That's it. There that's was it. no crying. That's all you need. There was nothing. And I, said, I said, that's a proper African dad reaction. Yeah. Wow. Simple. What's that? Would I cry? But no, not would you. I'm not, no, I don't no, expect, cry. I don't expect, I don't expect any of you to cry. But do you, would you, do you that's see a, a, a validity in the tears? Yeah, there's a validity Ooh, in the test. Yeah. yeah. Oh, potentially. Okay. If so you're if you're out here and you appreciate life, there there's validity in the tears, man. If you're going around and you don't appreciate life, then I can see why you might not <coughs> be moved to tears. But if you're living in tune with what it is to be alive, yeah, man, you, you can be moved to tears. And it don't say nothing about you being weak or nothing like that. Either. I don't I don't think I agree that it doesn't make you weak. But in terms of the tears for that plate of food, uh-huh. nah, bruv. So any other different plate of food could work? Maybe. It's no, not if a woman came in and washed your feet for you. It's not the food. It's the act. That's what it is. Yeah, I, you, I get that. So man, the act to you isn't anything because you've had women f- f- cook for you. To him, he's never had it before. Like, Maybe, yeah. for me, when when I was dating and all that kind of stuff, <clears throat> certain girls would take to a restaurant that had a knife and a fork and a napkin on the table and it meant something. It meant something because they like, they've never been to one of them before. Mm-hmm. That's and the caliber of woman he was moving with. <laughs> for, <laughs> for to me, to me, no life yeah. and fuck at Marley's. So, to me, it wasn't it wasn't anything, but to her, it was something. I can't now diminish the look and be like, oh yeah, I can't rate you because you you uh, you were impressed by this. I can't, you, but, I can't you, but you did judge them. I can't do that. What do you mean? You did judge them about that. You judged no, them for everything. I I would say that I was glad that it was me that was able to open that door how many just just, I don't want to go any further but we are over time already that's true if you want to do it but no I was just going to ask how much of your ego yeah how much of your ego do you have that feeling that you know there's women out there that part of their stories because of you like the good stuff that could be a whole question man yeah it could be save it for next week but web swinger um, validity in tears validity in tears had. yeah there is there is valid, there is validity in tears in those tears that specific song for the food no not for that food like uh, Mr. Wolf said for certain acts of kindness it's like a love language isn't it so certain acts of kindness might move you to tears mm. have you ever been moved to tears for something that somebody's done for you yes I have I could, see, I could see you being the type of person that would really appreciate when somebody does something really good for you. Something that I'd unexpected. Yeah, and I can see. Taken you. out. Yeah, it's it's moving. I think he's one of those types of people that will really appreciate. <laughs> I don't know why, but Whips is a, he's like a proper one end to the other. Either he's extremely cold with certain things, or he's very um, emotional and passionate. B- Bitches. No, that's you. That's you, Steph. Wow. Wow. Never, never get us too mixed up. All right. Okay. You're too sensitive. Well, you that's the end. With sensitivity, stabricky. You know what I get sensitive over? Because I want the best from you people. And all you do is just, just, just let you down. Just, just let you down. Let yourselves down, man. But anyways, that brings us. Wow. To, that brings us to the end of episode one hundred. Let yourselves down. Thirty-six. I just want the best from my people, man. You didn't let me down. You let yourself down. I, see I don't think I let anyone down. Surviving not killing. Uh. Let me play that. God damn. Play it out, <laughs> Socials while we're waiting. Yeah, go on. Uh, At Big Wahala on Insta, Big Wahala on Twitter. DJ Websling on Instagram, DJ Websling on Twitter. New mix is coming soon. It's not even plugged in. <laughs>
And he played it through YouTube as well. Yeah, it can be played through YouTube. It doesn't matter where it's played through, as long as he plays it. At Simple Simon FB on Twitter. I don't have Instagrams. Fully on Imagine reloading that in the club. What? <laughs> <laughs> What's like this? Reload it, reload it. Yes, sir. Imagine. Why, why, why? Last one. Goddamn it, any random lyrics, The random lyrics. R. Kelly registered pedophile. And he's not registered yet, is he? Well, he will be, is he? He will be, I guess. I, I, learned, I learned actually from the Brilliant Idiots podcast that pedophiles before they, they hit puberty. There's a word between like. Pre- I ain't listened to that podcast like, for Oh, so months. he's not like, a pedophile then? No, it'd be, there's another word for it. When they're, not pre, it. they're not pre-pubescent. They're, um, they're of an age where they're... They, so wouldn't, need a pe- they're, they wouldn't need a pediatrician. He's a, he, he's a sex a lolly at the fiend. End of the a sex fiend. Anyways, uh, simple as that is. Well, as that is. Mr. Wolf. Um, can you come back? All right, I am Stavros. You don't know your socials? No, no. no, he's got something to plug. Yeah, uh, I am Stavros Bus. You can catch me at Stavros Bus everywhere. Stav Ricky. And Stavros says this week is all Rick Ross's albums that are better than the one he released uh, this week. Oh. Or, or last week as you're listening. Oh. Yeah. Uh, God forgives, I don't. <laughs> um, can I actually play a video? Rosé! No, please no. I want to go. No, but this play, play, let him play. Oh, yeah, man. Don't worry. He was gonna go down a whole chicken, chicken route with, with next question. And <laughs> he wants to go part of my thing. Yeah, so it's a it's a minute and nine seconds. Can it's you, always one minute. Can you handle that? No, it's paining me so badly. I hope this isn't one with. Uh, I bet he's got subtitles now. He has, yeah. <laughs> Leaving ah, did you not look hold on, hold before? on, and, and heading to Rwanda uh, to purchase health insurance for a thousand Fair people. Now. Listen, listen, listen. Okay, it's costing just pounds per person to support the orphaned and the widowed, uh, the poor and the needy. Why don't you just say it to costs renovate two classrooms uh, in a primary school? and support the education of amazing girls and boys. But basically, I can cut this. You are so rubbish at public service Yeah, no, no. I have watched this video before, but it was a little while ago. The man a played a video that he subtitled with subtitles on a podcast oh and then Allow tried me. to read. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this episode. Of not saying no, nothing. Explain, explain it because no, it, it was something, it was something yeah. important. So go. Yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, now a friend of mine, uh, oh, Michaela, who just so happens to be one of the best singers that I've ever heard in my life. Uh, she performed at a few of my shows. For those that know, I used to do live music shows. But anyway, she lived in Rwanda for 12 months um, doing some fantastic work over there. And she come back doing some um, GoFundMe. I'll throw the GoFundMe somewhere online. And she's got a whole it'll load be, of people. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah, it's lovely. Send it to me immediately. I'll send it to you. Uh, uh, she's gathered a whole load of people to go over to Rwanda to give back to the communities over there. And some of the money that she's uh, raised in London 
pound sterling is going over there to um, help school young boys and girls. So um, she's trying to link up with Arsenal. Well, the Arsenal thing, and you know, my, I, I've raised my concerns about Rwanda before, and uh, the way how the government has um, raised that country, and I mean, Rwanda looks fantastic now. But they, they have but a bubbling um, tourist yeah, industry. Yeah, the They've tourism industry, the economy is looking good. But for me, it's off the back of um, uh, war and it's off the back of the Congolese uh, depression and what's going on in Congo. So um, Rwanda and Uganda, there's a little bit of history there between them and the Congo. So there are there's a lot of politics there. So in terms of Gan via Arsenal, I don't think that that's an option that she's going to um, go to or go through but what she is doing I have a big I think all of us here we have our concerns when it comes to charities but when you see someone who is actually on the ground doing the work then that is something that I would salute, easily salute salute that person and I, I've already put a few uh, pounds sterling into her cause so large up yourself Michaela I will put those in the church notes in the um, yeah not that's fine in the notes are you done? Uh, I'm done, a.k.a. Mr. Wolf. Insta, a.k.a. underscore Mr. Wolf Twitter. Big up yourselves and big up Michaela. All right, catch us all collectively at ESM Podcast on all your social medias. Hashtag ESM Pod to join in the conversation. Uh, should a woman be able to chat man? Should men just deal with uh, losing a child? All this kind of stuff, all, all those topics we, we brought up. Use the hashtag ESM Pod so we can see what you write and we can join in the conversation at ESM Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to send in any long form questions or audio notes, we'd love love to play that on the the podcast and then we can answer that. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you ain't saying nothing, say it well. Flag for life. God damn it! God damn it! In the background. That's just being That is kind of sharp. Are you? You have a problem with hearing? Because some people kind of bless me. No, you do your thing, innit? You're gonna bleep the end words out of the. No. We've never bleeped the end words. We've never done it. This is so from season one to season two.